Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know it! Jeff Prosser. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> rise and shine. Coogan's go time on a Thursday morning. Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday. Combine still popping with news and notes. I've been in digestion mode, I think, for about the last 36 hours. Really taking in what I heard from Doug Peterson, what I heard from Trent Balky. A a real look at the lay of the land of what's coming up in an ever-evolving offseason. I've landed on a couple of things. E.T., good morning. What's up, uh, How are we doing? Yeah, listen. You want to know what... This, this is not some stroke of genius. They're going to be those that, when I say this, that are listening, they're going to their palm on their forehead and say, no bleep, Sherlock. Jacks are drafting a corner 17. That's what we're doing. It's a good corner draft. There's a bunch of dudes that are going to fall there between 10 and 25 on the talent meter. Whether or not we'll cross culture for my man... <laughs> For my man in there with Cooper DeGene. Let's go. Or, or it'll be the Quinion Mitchell or 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 it'll be the, the dude for, uh, Wiggins from Clemson. From Clemson. Uh, Kool-Aid or the other dude from Alabama. They got a couple. It's going to be a cornerback. That's what they're doing. It's it, You've got Tyson Campbell and Darius Williams both going into the last year of their contracts. You know, you got to constantly be redoing that that base that you got, that core that you have that seems so promising after 2022. That's why you got to take advantage of every year. It's another contract year down the road. So more decisions to be made next offseason. We got to get through this one first. So part of my digestion has led to that final thought. I really think it's going to be corner. How those guys sort out, either through the combine, their individual workouts. There certainly is going to be some movement up and down the draft board from what we see in mock drafts. Happens every year. You'll see a cat that initially, when it comes out, it's top 10 and ends up in round three. But the cornerback position is one that's going to fit with value V need, I bet. Now, it'll be interesting to see if there is some outlier that makes his way down to 17. If that changes things, it's also a deep cornerback group from the standpoint you can get, you know, mid-round talent, developmental talent. They got to do a better job of getting guys ready more quickly. I think we made fun of Trent Balky a little bit when it came to that word onboarding. Remember that, E? Oh, yeah, onboard. Onboarding is, you know, listen, it's certainly a very popular, common business term, but you really don't, it's just a code word when it comes to, to football, maybe he used it not to point a more accusatory finger, but really when it comes to, to football and NFL team, onboarding simply means one thing, development. I mean, that's all you're saying. The onboarding needs to be better. The development needs to be faster. And Doug Peterson said it up there at the combine. We we, we can't stash a guy for a year or two and, and get him there. And so uh, they say they'll even put measures in place to more hit the ground running, even with the young cats, so that you can get something out of them. You know, it's funny. The onboarding doesn't seem to matter for a top draft pick who has to play. 
you might need to take that mentality somewhat with some of these guys. I think that's what they're saying. There's opportunities in football games earlier in the year, situations where you can get guys some experience so they're ready. And I think it's safe to say Parker Washington was a little more in step by the end of his forced playing time than at the beginning. The biggest mistake, uh, famously ending with the Trevor injury. So, yeah, onboarding, it was kind of seemed like a silly phrase to use at the time, but I think you find even Doug Peterson in agreement. In fact, I know you do because he talked about that process himself. And so as I continue to digest, there's some things that we didn't hit on yesterday morning that I think are worth visiting here before combine week comes and goes. So I've picked and chosen, and I've got some relevant Doug Peterson and Trent Balky to sprinkle in here in the 6 o'clock hour as we get you up and rolling. Other news from the Combine, other prospects at the Combine. Hey, you know what? I can respect a guy that admits in hindsight he made a mistake. We're at a crisis point in college football, man. When you take elite athletes and you start, I used to think this, I think there's a parallel here. I don't know. Tell me I'm wrong. When I first started jogging, E.T., or is it jogging with a soft J? When I first started jogging, running to stay in shape, I didn't do this until like my late 20s. By that point, you know, I got kids. It's harder to do the things for exercise that you love. You can't go run hoops. You can't go, you know, play tennis, whatever it might be. So I take up this quote-unquote sport of jogging. Just to, you know, stay in shape. And I always had this thought as I started my jogging path. Whatever distance I chose to run that day as I kind of built up some stamina, always make sure it was a distance that I wouldn't quit. So if I got to be a half mile to make sure that I don't walk at any part of it, then we'll do a half mile. And I do this all the way up to the point of the river run, running 9.3 miles, which I've done a number of times. Point being, the reason I did that, I knew. I knew, man, and it's played out since then. I've quit on many run since back in the day, but I knew this. Once you quit, it's easier to quit. Once you ah, once you take a little break at the 3.4 mark and walk a couple of tenths of a mile on your five-mile run, you'll find that you take that pause and that walk a lot more often moving forward. All right. The stakes aren't as, well, the stakes are completely different. There are no stakes with a silly little uh, running strategy, philosophy, as it were. But you take these elite athletes in college football, you tell them, you train them, they're ingrained to compete, win, win every play, right? You've heard coaches say, we want to win lunch, win, 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 blood, sweat, Tears of joy and frustration and pain along the way in a grueling college football season. And you win every game. You win, 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 win. And then you get an opportunity to test your skill against what has been college football's best team. The Georgia Bulldogs. And all those years of built-in competition. All those all that ingraining of fight, it goes out the window. Because what do you do now in college football after you've played the season until the end and now it's time for a bowl game? 
If you're FSU this year, you were certainly disappointed. If you're Jared Verse, if you're Jared Verse, you're in that category. Boots on the ground in Indianapolis for the Combine, 41010XL, tracked down Jared Verse. Now, Verse is going to be a top 10 draft pick. You can certainly see from a professional standpoint why it makes sense to sit out of what ultimately ends up being an exhibition game. But what happened to FSU in that game? They got embarrassed. All that work that the program did, there's certainly rational sports fans that understand what it was, but the whole country just said, and you were complaining about not getting in the floor? So I can appreciate a guy who makes a decision and looks back as a competitor and otherwise and says, yeah, I think I would have done that. I think I would have done that different. Oh, they changed me as a player. You know, you watch my Albany film, you watch my Florida State film, it's a different person. Not because of anything, you know, physically, but because of the technique and stuff like such as that. You know, it definitely was hard. I definitely, you know, looking back on it, wish I would put, put myself in a different position. You know, maybe went out there, you know, had a couple of the other guys come out there with me. I feel like it would have been a different ball game by the end of the day. That's all ifs. All right, we got I some. Not to play yeah, game, sorry. You know. Sorry about it. We got some technical difficulty there. Probably picking that up off of the, the, the external microphone. But what he says there, if I had it to do over, we would have done different. Would have got the guys. Would have represented. I, you know, it, I mean, I get it in theory. You know, you get to the end of the career and so many of these guys opt out of playing bowl games. In theory, it's for injury, right? What other reason would there be? It's really kind of silly. It's really kind of silly to sit out a bowl game because you think you're going to have an injury that's going to end your career. You play football, man. It can happen any time, right? That doesn't mean there aren't examples. But at the end of the day, man, you're you're taking quick trigger alpha male (laughs) pro win everything athletes and you know what now you've quit in that middle of that five mile run you quit now for the first time in the middle of that five mile run you didn't care about winning you just watched you walked you walked it in listen i'm not being dramatic here i don't think there's any uh tie-in whatsoever to not playing in a bowl game, and you want to. Don't get me wrong. But I did think, do think it's interesting. Then in hindsight, Jared Verse, yeah, wishes he had not opted out against Georgia. He did say that yesterday at the Combine. It's probably not a bad thing to say at the Combine as the, the NFL brass from across the landscape are there evaluating you on everything, and that will include what you say. From the interviews that they have with you to uh, other things that you may say while you are there. Swipe. Gator basketball team got a needed win last night. Wasn't super pretty. Missouri, I watched them last night. I watched Florida playing them earlier this year. I've, I've checked in on Missouri here and there. It's amazing to me. Missouri doesn't have a conference win. They don't look like a team that wouldn't win a game in conference. They've got athletes. They can stick around most of their games, including last night's, have been single-digit losses. But Florida did what they had to do as a team that is surging at the right time, and they held on to beat Missouri by nine. It was, it 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 included a little bit of adversity. The Gators got Florida doesn't get in foul trouble much. They're deep. They got four good solid count on guards, and they got four good solid bigs. That's enough. So they never get in real true foul trouble. But they did last night. 
And Walter Clayton Jr., who I would say, just taking in all factors and, and one of the things that makes this Gator basketball team uh, dangerous is the players are all good, right? It's hard. It's like like that team that won back-to-back, the cliche for those of us that followed them, and then it stuck with them. That Florida team, you know, the, the Lee Humphrey, First Coast resident now, he's color commentator, Torian Green, Corey Brewer, that whole squad. What made them so dangerous, and they played this way? The best shot? The best player was the one with the ball. The best shot was the next one. Didn't matter. Didn't matter where it came from. Everyone was more than capable. This team is is that, quote, light. You know, Hanglotten and, and, and Condon and Tyree Samuel, they're not Al Horford and Joakim Noah. They're not going to be top 10 draft picks. Right? The athletes uh, on the wing, good players. They're not Corey Brewer. They're not going seven overall. Corey Brewer went seven overall? Uh, yep. Wow. Don't lock me into number seven. And maybe an, he maybe, went high. Maybe an eight. Yeah, top ten. Wow. Hor- <sighs> you know what? Maybe he's in the teens. The three of them definitely went in the, in round one. Maybe it was Noah that went seven. Maybe Brewer's like eleven or twelve. But in my mind's memory, he was he was top ten. But I know Horford was the first one to go. He went like three overall. Yeah, Corey Brewer went seven overall. Seven <laughs> nailed. It. I should have said it was was Jokum eleven. Did he fall out of the top ten? Because ultimately, at their peak, he was as good as any of them. Right, Horford at the end of the day was the best of the three. He's still playing, still impactful. Joakim went ninth. Ninth. Three in the top ten off that team, Bubba. <laughs> yeah, how do you win back-to-back natties? Well, there's a start. <laughs> Put three in the top ten. Three guys, by the way, who are good pro players, right? Oh, long careers, at least. Um, I think, didn't Brewer have like a 50-point game? <sighs> he had something crazy, Yeah, I, I don't know about that, but he was a, a good role player on a lot of NBA teams. Never a star. Um, had Had star moments. But back to this team, and yeah, they're they're so deep that that foul trouble doesn't normally creep into your vernacular as you watch. Last night it did because of kind of an odd situation. 14 minutes to go, Walter Clayton Jr., I I think their best player, already had three fouls. He picked up a foul, and then he got a technical. And a technical in the college game counts as a personal foul, so he goes from three fouls, some foul trouble, to sit down, no Walter Clayton for the last 14 minutes, which proved to be a problem. Up double digits, when he out, Missouri charged all the way back, got within one. I don't think they ever actually took the lead. Got within one, and Zion pulling. Will Richard finally hit a shot. He had a long night from from three. And for the record, Corey Brewer had a 51-point game. (laughs) Who was he with in the Rockets? Yep, it was Corey Brewer, 51-point game, yep, with Mm -hmm. the Rockets. Yeah, so that's that's an indication of the talent level. So anyway, Florida escapes like some some kind of odd foul adversity. Uh, Missouri too good to not have a conference win. Uh, this is not a win that in any way boosts you in your net ranking in your power ranking, but it it certainly doesn't, it keeps you from falling. Again, what's notable about Florida and the way they played is. You know the four and eight in these quad ones against the the better the best of uh, college basketball in the toughest of situations. Uh, and but quads two, three, and four they don't have a loss. And again, there's only five or six other teams that can say that. And they're teams like UConn and Houston and and Auburn. 
who lost last night, by the way, at Tennessee. Uh, yeah, we got some recency bias. I'm going to throw it back across the table. Today we had a mini conversation yesterday about player of the year in the SEC, E.T. Remember that? I remember. They're throwing me uh, Shepard. They're throwing me Reed Shepard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, he had a good last couple of games for sure. And I came back with an emphatic, well, no, it's not Reed Shepard. The unanimous conference player of the year is going to be Dalton Connect, Connect of Tennessee, who last night in the last 12 minutes of the game scored 25 points, outscored Auburn 25-21. Tennessee went from double digits down to a double-digit winner because the will-be unanimous player of the year, Dalton Connect, hit for 39. Dang. Yeah. Connect got busy. Yeah. Connect got 25 in the last 12. When you when you watch the highlights of a dude who does that, it is your best example of what quote the zone is. The basketball players and golfers seem to talk about as much or more than it, other athletes. Swipe. Speaking of the zone, there's a famous photo from sports. It's Wilt Chamberlain sitting in front of his locker after he scored 100. He's holding up a piece of poster board, and it says 100. Well, that famous photo has become kind of a famous uh, meme, a meme also. Uh-huh. So it'll it, it's a picture of Wilt Chamberlain, and he's holding up the, 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 the poster board, and it just says, me. And it's kind of a nod to, you can throw up any like crazy statistical category in NBA history. The top five guys to do this at this age or to reach this statistical category to have triple doubles with this numbers or those. And every time in that top five, you can find Wilt Chamberlain with the meme and the word written, me. He's in everything. A nod to his statistical prowess. Now you've also, you'll see that same meme with different words used for different situations, right? Swipe. Now LeBron is setting himself up to become that meme. He got in that, quote, zone last night. The Lakers came from 21 down in the fourth, and LeBron went off. Yeah, he did. He had like a 30 And this is what I'm getting to with the meme, the me. I saw, I'm watching my morning dose of, of highlights and news this morning. And there are two uh, statistical kind of um standouts from yesterday and it's it's Luca who had a birthday yesterday he turned 25 so we can put a cap on most points in NBA history by a player under the age of 25 Luca ended up finishing third behind Kevin Durant and modern day me LeBron James so here's LeBron James featured and focused as the number one scorer all time before the age of 25 fast forward 15 16 18 years however long it is LeBron's been in the league and last night, he went for 35-plus, 5-plus rebounds, 5-plus assists, and they put up a board, players in NBA history, over the age of 39 with 35, 5, and 5. You got, like, Jordan, you got Carl Malone, and then you got the new version of me with 5 more than any other player in history. So within the same 20-minute news flash, I get a reminder of the fastest, most dominant at a young age, and now here on the back end, the oldest, most dominant at an old age. Swipe. Off to break we go. Come back. I've uh, picked through some Peterson and Balky. I think you'll find uh, notable. And among my digestion is the topic of Calvin Ridley and something that the Jags did not say yesterday about Josh Allen. And it has my wheels really worrying on what I think the hopeful plan for the Jags might actually be. I'll explain when we return. You're listening to The Drill. It's a custom tree surgeon's Thursday. 
we do have the right quarterback. Um, I'm excited for the future with Trevor. Um, he's excited. Uh, the conversations we've had since the season, um, you know, and, and, I, and I don't get into the contract stuff. I mean, that's I leave that for, for Trent and the agents and stuff. But I just know that our guy is the right guy. He's got the right demeanor. He's got the right leadership. And it's our job as coaches now to make sure he takes that next step. And, and this will be another big offseason for him and, and uh, his development and growth. By no means is he where is he is he where he wants to be or where we want him to be. Um, but really looking forward to, to working another year with, with Trevor. Pretty good, pretty good level-headed approach to the quarterback position. And we heard Peterson yesterday just talk about that myriad of injuries and how his quarterback tried to gut through them, but they uh, certainly impacted him, affected him. And what was a very disappointed, especially uh, closing stretch of the 2023 season. He said a couple other things about about Trevor. The turnovers obviously continue to be a problem, right? Now, listen, there have been some great quarterbacks who never conquered that. See Brett Favre, right? Favre was turning it over till the very end, but he made enough plays that he has, you know, multiple MVPs and a Hall of Fame career and a Super Bowl championship and everything that defines greatness. He also said this, it's it's time for Trevor to have a more active role in, in, in I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, put my own spin on it, choosing what they do. Having more say in the game plan. Having more comfort in in-game management. Those are the things that when Doug Peterson says they still need to work on, can still get better, that they constantly strive. Listen, Tom Brady until the very end in the offseason will go work on stuff, Right? Whether it's taking receivers to some mountain retreat in Colorado or flying to California and literally, here's the GOAT going to work with a quarterback coach. Or inviting them to live with them. Whatever it is, right? It's constant, constant. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse, right? Isn't that what they say about sports? Now, another uh, topic of conversation, which was certainly, they hear the fan uh, objection, the media speculation when it comes to play calling. And look, at the end of the day, there are a lot of reasons that go into the Jaguars' stagnation at the end of the year. Injuries, you know, more than played their part from the O-line to Trevor to the receivers down the line, right? So there are a lot of reasons why suddenly the offense wasn't very good. And if you haven't heard, Hicken has uncovered the stuff rate. Um, But the reality is, from the point that he just flat out turned over the play calling to Press Taylor, we went a tailspin. <laughs> One may not have caused the other, but wasn't it like mid? Wasn't it like going into the Bengals game that he just announced overall that he's doing it all or no? Something like that, wasn't it? I feel like it was like midseason. Yeah, it was about then. So you know, it was a losing record down the stretch. Again, is that Press Taylor's fault? No. But at the end of the day, you're the head coach. It it it, it rolls uphill. Coaches in the NFL, you know what they can't afford to do? Have two bad years in a row. There's some that Mike can get. There aren't many coaches in the NFL that can start going backwards and last very long. So it is Doug Peterson's offense, and he ain't opposed to making the in-game calls. I think those are things that that I need to, you know, consider, you know, uh, this offseason, this spring. Um, you know, there were things out of my control that I had to deal with more, you know, the last last year. Um, 
takes you away from from some of that stuff and I'm not going to get into those but you know so yeah it's something that I have to as part of the evaluation process and I have to evaluate you know myself and, and impress as, as decision makers and play callers and, and see what's best for our team all right uh, what's best for the team is for Calvin Ridley to be a starting wide receiver for the next hopefully two or three years that's what's best for the team I'm changing my mind really listening to what is being said by Trent Balky and you know I've had two or three different s- scenarios for Balky. I've got him on the podium. I've got him meeting with just local media. I have him one-on-one with Frank Frangie. And if you tie it all in together, I, I, I think there is a, I don't know if plan would be the word. I think the Jaguar, I think there is a, I think what the Jaguars want is being low-keyed right now. They're not saying flat out that's what they want. Here's, Here's what I think the Jaguars want to have happen in the next week. They want to get Josh Allen locked up long-term. Ultimately, that's the goal, and that's where they're going to get. Not just for the sake of getting Josh Allen locked up long-term, but with maybe an urgency to get Josh Allen locked up long-term so that they have what at their disposal? The franchise tag. At which point, very quickly, where will that be applied? Uh, zero. Calvin Ridley. And so I'm starting to think that that is like a motive, more than a possibility. I think that's what the Jaguars are trying to do. I think that's what they're working to do this week. I think that's why Trent Balky has met with Josh Allen's folks a couple of times in the last week and indicated he would be meeting with them again in Indianapolis. I think if the Jags can speed up that process with Josh Allen and get to a number that they both are comfortable for. You can put the franchise tag on Ridley, know that you have him, and then try and work out a deal with him. I saw the Colts owner or GM yesterday said, Michael Bittman Jr. is going to be on this team. Well, there's another one that's gone. Not going to be long till Calvin Ridley is the plum of the free agent market. Yeah, number one. And that would make for difficult negotiating either before or after free agency started. You don't need free agency to start to know that certain teams are going to overshoot to get him. We know that right now. So the Jaguars' best negotiating position would be to the ability to put the franchise tag on him. And again, if that can work into a long... But you may want to just check the rust process from a year ago and make sure that was a Calvin Ridley and what he looks like when the rust is being knocked off and that's not the ceiling for Calvin Ridley because last year, if that's the ceiling, he's not worth getting paid the most money on the receiver market. Preach! So I think the urgency to sign Josh Allen long-term is more than the safety and security and, quote, checking the box and getting it done. I think there becomes some urgency because I really feel like the Jaguars hope is to be able to put the franchise tag on Calvin Ridley, which we haven't talked about much because we know first and foremost Josh Allen is the priority, as he should be. Did you know this, E.T.? Did you know if they use the franchise tag on Calvin Ridley? They lose that third-round pick, not the second-round one? I was not aware. Yeah. So there are two ways to keep that second-round pick. Either go to free agency and try there or slap him with the franchise tag and you get to keep the... The second round pick, rather they than they better apply pressure to Josh Allen. To see get what I'm saying? Done. You add all of these things together with what we heard from the Jaguars contingent at Indianapolis, and it tells me there's urgency to get a long term done with Josh Allen. So, boom! Immediately before 
the deadline to put the franchise tag to apply it is March 5th. That's, that's Tuesday. Yeah, that's next week. Yeah, it's early next week. That's Tuesday. So, could, could we have news breaking in the next few days when it comes to long-term with Josh Allen? And, oh, by the way, more from Trent Balky in Indianapolis. Oh, by the way, these are just a couple of massive decisions you have to make. This is very important in making the right choice on who you need to cut for salary cap reasons, who you can't afford to be back, who you need to try and restructure. Uh, they, they didn't make the right decisions on that last year. It didn't seem like it. They didn't get much from Devon Hamilton and Rory Robertson-Harris, the two pieces inside they chose to ride. They didn't get much from those dudes. It is, it's going to be an offseason full, full of challenges for Trent Palke. You can't please them all financially. It's impossible. You know, you got young guys coming in that eventually are going to need contracts like Trevor and Tyson and Andre and all these guys walk. You know, you got a group of guys that are ascending, and then you got to get a group that's that's there and making it. And you can't make them all happy financially. There's a cap, and the cap is real. Now you can push some money and do some things, but at some point you got to make tough decisions. And I think that's where we're at with this offseason. There's going to be some tough decisions that have to be made. Yeah, that that's okay. No, what you have to make are the right decisions. The salary cap works fine when you're paying the right guys the big money. That's the problem. Whenever you look at a struggling team in the NFL trying to get back, you're going to find they're paying non-premier players premier money. Foley Fadakasi got all the cash and guaranteed money that offseason when we added much better players. Robertson Harris and Devon Hamilton got the money last offseason and restructured extensions while Arden Key and other pieces went bye-bye. They're going to be now facing some of these similar... Once we get through this Allen Ridley two-step... You got similar decisions got to be made with some of these offensive linemen, the Walker Littles, Cam Robinsons of the world, and with these cornerbacks, the Darius Williams, Tyson Campbells of the world. I would think that Rayshon Jenkins will will be moved on from and give Antonio Johnson those snaps. But yeah, a lot of maneuvering to be done, right? These cats at the college football playoff, there's some piece of work. Man, we ain't had a 12-team playoff a minute. And they're already talking about, yeah, 14's good to go in 26. <laughs> I'm all for it. Sign me up. Buy, don't stop, by the way. Just wait another week. Let's get it to 16, a number that makes much more sense. The 12, the way it was going to work is the top four would get buys. And then that, you know, five through 12, those eight teams would play and get down to four. And then you'd have that nice, tidy number. When you're playing a tournament, right, you got to go 16, 8, 4, 2. You can't just, you got five one week, seven the next. So with a 14, I imagine what we do is we take it down to just two top seeds. And so those six games would provide the other six of the quote-unquote elite eight. Well, may as well go to 16 and and just shuffle it up from there. Think about what we're doing, though, even with a 14 team, okay? It's going to take a game to get to eight. going to take a game to get to four. going to take a game to get to two. Take a game to win. Four extra games after a 12-game regular season, and a conference championship game. What a beautiful thing. 17 games are playing in. in so much for that rookie wall we talk about with NFL right? prospects. Like, they get to the middle. Oh, yeah, this is usually when our season ends. Not anymore, baby. And we wonder why they want money. This is The Drill. It's Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday. News and notes from around the National Football League. It's Football Fix, and it's next on 1010XL. 
Oh, we got some heartbreak out there in the local high school scene. Oh, man. If they've made the long drive home, they're grabbing those backpacks and those book bags today over at the Providence School. Head back to class. Jimmy Martin's basketball program over there, one of the gold standards here in town. Providence back in another Final Four. Got a free throw with 51 seconds left yesterday, uh, E.T., against Windermere Prep. They're call, they're facing them in the Final Four, trying to advance to the state championship game. Uh-huh. Uh, after uh, Brady Patterson of the Stallions went one for two at the line, Providence led 38-33, 51 seconds uh, to go. Okay. Um, so, um, Windermere Prep. Misses a three, get fouled on the rebound. They hit one free throw. Now there's 44 seconds to go. Providence still up four. We we good. Uh, but, uh-oh. Turnover. This kid for Windermere, Brandon Bass, had 36 in the Elite Eight game. But he had been scoreless going into the fourth quarter, and then he went all Dalton Connect down the stretch. He hits a layup. It's a two-point game, 38, 36, 34 seconds to go. Ten seconds to go, and Bass, that same cat, comes up with a steal. Oh. Windermere calls timeout. Going to come down to this possession. Still a two-point game. They have a scramble for a ball. The Providence player, instead of just letting it go out of bounds, throws it back towards the basket. Bass collects the ball, scores a hoop, .01 left. And he's fouled. He hits, oh. he hits the foul shot, Windermere Prep, leads 39-38, and in a stunner in the final minute, Providence loses 39-38. Yeah, I see the pain in there, right? Oh, man. Oh, man, I feel you this morning. I feel you. Hopefully some of you, I don't know, play baseball. You can just watch it right off and get going. I don't know. That's rough, man. That's rough. Power of the band. We got a football fix. It's brought to you by the Jointa Creek Golf Club. Home course. It's the home course. Terrific shape. Best value in golf. I love it. I love it. If you love it so much, why don't you marry it? Okay, I will. Uh... Well, one thing's for certain now, after I see the new rankings, the NFLPA anonymously surveys all of its members, and in other words, the players on every team in the league, and they're asked to judge their franchise on a variety of topics, from the coaching to the ownership to the way the families are treated to the workout facility to the dining. You know, there's like 10, 12 different categories. Remember last year, we were a laughing stock. We were like 29th overall. Yeah, it was down there. There were rats, remember? It was rats. Rats in the locker room. Rats in the kids. Yeah, just all time. Family still doesn't get good marks, by the way. But, you know, we opened that new Miller Electric Center. They made some other changes. And suddenly the, the team went from ranked 28th, I think, overall to fifth. Fifth in the new rankings that were released today. Which tells me I'd rather have crappy innards in a winning season than everyone all happy in a losing season, at least when it comes to making the postseason. Doug Peterson, A-minus from his anonymously polled team. And A-minus is not... Most players give their guy A or A-plus, by the way. So I don't know if that means anything. It was only like 18th, I guess, by scale. So there's that. We're number five. See, you thought we missed the playoffs. 
Fifth best team in the league, baby. The Jets have given the okay to quarterback Zach Wilson to seek a trade. I mean, listen, Zach Wilson can have equal effectiveness finding a new team if he just climbs to the top of the Empire State uh, State Building and, and, and screams it out into Manhattan. That, there you go. Hey, I'm available! Seeking a trade! Oh, did you hear that? Yeah, that's the rare dodo bird. Um, will Zach Wilson ever start another game, E? He will. He will. Somebody will sign him to be their starter, or no, he'll no go somewhere, sure. and eventually there'll be 14 injuries, and he'll yes, play. Yes. I think he'll be fine in that backup quarterback role too. That boy, that that quarterback class is just very quickly falling apart. Right, Zach Wilson is an abject bust, no doubt about that. Number two overall. Don't forget the 49ers right after him took. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. He can't even find the playing field. He's third string in Dallas. Justin Fields has been so good for the Bears that three years later they're going to trade him. And Mac Jones started fast, and he's going to be out of a job next year as well. So that whole quarterback class. And, by the way, Trevor took a step back this year. Not a good year for that class of 21 QBs. Well, so much for a hero's send-off. Marquez Valdez Scantling who kind of made a big play in the Super Bowl if you remember. I believe we call that the game winner. Oh, that, was, that was me Cole Harmon caught the game okay, winner. Okay, but Valdez Scantling. A big play down the field. Yeah, big play down the field. That's mm-hmm. right. That's what it was. Anyway, uh, the Chiefs are releasing him. Going to save $12 million against their cap. But I would say if you can save $12 million against the cap by releasing Marquez Valdez Scantling, you do. The Chiefs, listen, are buoyed by this. I got about three or four guys that are kind of the same guy, just if any of them can emerge. Is Valdez Scantling, for instance, much better than a healthy Sky Moore or Kadarius Tony? Probably not. They had Rasheed Rice really come on. We, we put those side-by-sides. Rasheed Rice had better numbers than Devo Samuel last year, so who knows what the ceiling's going to be for that kid. But, uh, yeah, the Chiefs going to – that's what happens when you get good, man. That salary catches up with you. If you're good, it's because you got great players. you got great players. they got top salaries. you got top salaries. you got to do some roster shuffling, man. You better be right on your mid-level talent. By the way, those Chiefs may be champions, but this kind of emboldens my point. Rather really be a playoff team in the organization ranked 28 than be ranked fifth as an organization sitting home in January. The Chiefs, 31st in the NFLPA survey. Oh, wow. Would Mitch, say those championship teams are up there. Yeah, you'd think. Um, they do have an old, outdated stadium. I would imagine that the practice facilities kind of mimic that. They, they probably need time to do something out in Kansas City. I mean, Soldier Field, Lambeau Field, two other old, venerable stadiums. They've done things. Massive, you know, projects. I said this earlier. The Colts GM, Greg Ballard, says Michael Pittman Jr. is going to be a Colt in 24. That implies we'll put the tag on him if we have to. And what that means is that field of free agent receivers is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And Calvin Ridley is going up and up and up and up. So I'll repeat what I think now is what the Jaguars' urgent plan is. Get Josh Allen done so you can put the franchise tag on Calvin Ridley. Don't don't think that that isn't an urgent goal for these next five days. You have by the fifth, you got to have applied your tag. If they don't have it, Allen done, they're gonna have to put it there. Um, 
You know, I had a little resurgence last year. His former Gator, Demarcus Robinson. Boy, when he left Gainesville, you didn't see him having a long 10-year NFL career, but it looks like he'll uh, get there. He's re-signed with the Rams. Uh, Robinson came on late. He didn't have a target until week nine and then was a key contributor down the stretch. Finished 26 for 371 and four touchdowns. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Hick and Arrival more. Come your way next. It's a custom tree surgeon's Thursday on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. You know it! Yes! Red, red, wide tonight, Yes, sir! I'm uh-huh. disappointed, man. I mean, I'm not disappointed. I'm going out of town for a little uh, weekend getaway. It's my birthday this weekend. Uh-huh. Um, but the, it sounds fun tonight. It is your birthday yeah, weekend. Yeah, it is. It's yes, the it third. Is. That's correct. Yep. You'll be back for your birthday, though, no? No, it's on the weekend. On Sunday. It's on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, we're still yeah, on I'm, I'm off Monday. And, and, and Monday, by the way, we can uh, give a toast to what starts this Monday. What is it? Fred Taylor, Monday morning yeah. with the drill. Starting on Monday. Woo! Yeah, starting Monday mornings, 8.30. Is that what we decided? 8.30. We shift the clock around a little bit. We'll uh, chat it up with Fred on uh, Monday mornings moving forward. And Tony's busy, man. So people, there's no, there's no oh, nothing here. Out. It was a falling <laughs> Is that what it was? It was a big falling out. I don't want to talk about it, but we've had some issues through the years. Yeah. <laughs> that's Tony. Just, that's just not true. Tony, we love Tony. It got into a screaming match. Yeah, that, no, that is true. But I threw yeah. a stapler at him again. You did throw a stapler at him. Yeah, didn't make contact, though. No, no, I, no. Tony now is a Hall of Famer. Dan is really busy. Yeah, prices go up. Right. Once we get Freddie in, yeah. he'll be gone, too. We'll get Freddie. <laughs> I, I we thought, get a pre-haul. I thought this is so selfish and shallow. Yeah. But I, I had a like a, <laughs> I had a daydream driving in this morning about yes. you and I uh-huh. um, meeting over at one of the Riverfront hotels in the lobby because the ESPN 30 for 30 people are here mm-hmm. for our interview as they put together a 30-30, how two slappies made their way into three Hall of Fame speeches. Yes. It which means starts. There's Dan one. Right. And Jeff right. We got to work Fred. Lean hard on Fred. Not we, right off the rip. You're right. No, correct, <laughs> correct, correct, correct. Fred is kind of a little bit ahead of where we took over for Tony and got yeah. him into the hall. Yeah. And so then we, then we, uh, so yeah, we somehow, can you imagine in Fred's speech, somebody says, Danik, good job, Prosser. Shout out. Oh my gosh. And then, yeah. and then when the Godfather gets in, oh, he'll just you'd ask him for one favor of Kiss the Ring and yeah. just throw us one. And then I, I do think that ESPN's 30 for 30, our NFL films, would come to a story on how, who are Danik and Jeff Prosser and why are they mentioned in three Hall of Fame speeches? You feel me? I'm in there. Would that not be funny? Absolutely. Yeah. First and foremost, we wanted Tony to get in the hall for Tony. We want Fred to get in the hall for Fred. And Jack fan. <laughs> and we want. But, yeah, uh, it, it's it's a tailor-made Monday morning. We're going to do the Monday morning running back, however you want to do it. Uh-huh, we haven't decided uh-huh. on that. It's a controversy. Controversy <laughs> about, the, about the naming. Mine was, mine was just so I it's mean, you, you, I, I don't have a lot of strengths, but creativity 
And turning a phrase would be one of them. Oh, so when I do, that. when I have deemed one that's of my I'm celebrating the win, that's why when I deem <laughs> one you, of e. one of my creative turning of the phrases a winner, it's a winner. So whatever decisions have been made, we're going to grab a tape back towards towards my suggestion. Are you guys are missing the boat here? E, I'm going to need you to rewind the tape uh-huh. and find out who left the sticky stuff all over the. Uh, it's just terrible. Uh, yeah, these, these guys at night are real pigs. It up. They're pigs. Where it's at is where you sitting? Yeah. Or next to you. Sticky just mess over here. Ugh. But I've cleaned it up because that's the kind of team player I'm. All right, Jeff, let me ask you a question. Uh let's talk about real quick here the three quarterbacks who are going to be taking one, two, three off the board here in this upcoming draft. Uh Caleb Williams, hit or miss. Just top of your head. Hit or miss <sighs> Caleb Williams. Um gosh. Uh, before we start, and I don't mean to parse out here. What, what's a hit? Like huh? a starter or a super Bowl? I mean, I, Franchise I, guy. Hit or miss? Miss. E. Caleb Williams, oh, hit or miss? Oh, that's a hit. All right. Jaden Daniels, hit or miss? It's going to be Jalen Hurts, so that's a hit. E. I'm going to go with a miss. All right. Drake May, hit or miss? You just hate the culture, man. You're some kind of <laughs> some, some sort of ist. <laughs> hit or miss? Drake May. <laughs> I'm going to go hit. hit. I'm going to go hit. <laughs> All right. So, uh, two to one kind of hit. You both kind of 66% on the hit. Odds are, if you're lucky, it'll be one. And that's the amazing thing. I was thinking about this. So, in, well, Trevor's draft. Yeah. They've all Trevor, ended up missing. Wilson, Trey Lance. Uh, hey, don't one, stop. One, two, three. And don't, yeah. Let me take you back. Let, the time before that, it went one, two, three. Tim Couch. Donovan McNabb, Achilles Smith. That far ago? Yeah. One, two, three. They've done one, two a bunch. But. I'll give you one more one, two, three. Okay. Jim Plunkett, Archie Manning, Dante Pastorini. Probably the best one of the three of them. Because while they Plunkett won Super Bowls, Manning got beat up and Pastorini was good. They were all good quarterbacks. It's, I think going in, you convince yourself they're all going to be good, and then when on the flip side, once they get in the league, it doesn't work. It just does not work that way. It does not work that way. It's amazing to me. I, I it really is. I, I get Zach Wilson vibes from Caleb Williams. That's not fair. He's been much better than Zach Wilson. Oh, yeah. I just, much. I just, I don't know, dude. There's just something about the guy that's just. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a different level. It's a different game. He's also. I was also thinking this as you asked me the question. Yes, sir. He got to go to that cold, windy, nobody who's drafted by the Bears hits. None of them, Dan. Uh, that's true. They've never had a core. They took Cutler six. Didn't Bob Avellini. Didn't work. They took Bobby Douglas. Took Mitch Trubisky high. Didn't work. They take Justin Fields high. Didn't work. Evidently, it's hard to play quarterback, and especially if you're a thrower. Mm-hmm. You'd think that Fields would be about the best kind of, you know, skill set that, that, that you could Ooh. employ. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade Fields. I'd use that number if it were me. I'd keep Fields. I'd, I'd, I would I would use these picks. And Well, our DreamFinders poll question of the day, peeps. If the Jags were to select a cornerback at 17, which one would you prefer? I got a vibe that the Jags are thinking about corners and they need a corner. Uh, I got E's guy, Cooper Ejean cool. is what we'll call him. Cooper Ejean. Okay, I yeah. like that. You, got, you good with that, uh, E? I like it. Cooper E. Jean. I'll allow it. Jean. Okay. In honor of you and the melting of the cultures. <laughs> I think it's the melding. Melding. That's yes, the word. The melding. melding of the yeah. cultures. <laughs> Nate Wiggins. 
He's Clemson. I don't know enough about these cats. Uh, Quinion Mitchell. He's the one that everyone loves from Toledo. Had a good and senior bowl. Terry and Arnold. Okay. Those he's, are your four choices. Terry and Arnold also Alabama? He is Alabama. Did you put McKinstry on there or no? No. He was the bigger Mc, name. He I think, I think Aaron, Aaron, Arnold, goes, Arnold goes ahead of him. Yeah. Those are your four. E, I, I'm assuming you're taking E. Jean. No question. Okay. Who are the other ones? Wiggins, Mitchell, Arnold. Mitchell's the one you see mocked to the Jags the most. Uh, Mitchell is the one that I, I am most aware of. I've seen his name crop up, like names to watch before the Senior Bowl, and then I saw him perform well at the Senior yeah. Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be a combine warrior, but maybe the numbers with these guys are going to matter. Is one of those guys have a, a vert three-inch higher? Is one run the 40 a tenth of a second quicker, right? That it was one of them's. I think we've hit on a good poll question because we're very, yeah, very mixed here. I, I don't think this 373 is, votes in. Who who do you think leads? Um, who Gene, do I? Gene Wiggins, Mitchell, or Arnold? Gene Wiggins. It's not Wiggins. You know who Wiggins it's, is, right? Mrs. A Wiggins' son. It's na- <laughs> It's actually a Mitchell Wiggins. It's Andrew Wiggins' brother. Okay. Um, I would say that they go with the. This is hard because nobody. If he gets an interception, we can go. He got wiggy with it. E. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. You know what? No, I don't know, man. I got to look at these cats. But I would think that people I'm are going to go. With not, the, they're going to go with the name value. They're going to go Bama or Clemson. Those will be the top okay. two. All right. Uh, Terry and Arnold, thirty-seven point eight percent. Cooper DeGene, 24.7. Yeah. Shout out. That's, that's, that's two to the drills influence. You know what that is, E? That's WBL. That's, I, white, that's white boy love. That's what <laughs> I, think that, I, think, I think that's drill influence. 23.6, Nate Wiggins. And Mitchell, the guy who everybody yeah. likes, 13 points. Well, he's a small school guy. Yeah, small you school, know, and and yeah. by the way, in fairness, we didn't know these names a week ago. Right? Or three weeks ago. I mean, we knew them, but you don't know where they slot. And well, you start looking at the mocks and you yeah, find it. correct. Uh, this is all brought to you by DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the PGA Tour, the Gators, and the Jags. DreamFinders in 20 locations to serve you. And for a limited time on select move-in ready homes, DreamFinders Homes offering an amazing 3.99 interest rate in year one of your mortgage. Woo, go to DreamFindersHomes.com for more details. I have a CSI Southside update for you. Please do. A little investigating. Okay. Black light, Blacklighted the room, sent off some swabs, some samples. Yeah. Coming to my variety of canvassing. Uh-huh. I've canvassed Dan and I've interviewed some of the both witnesses, and I'm right now trying to, to track down the perp, but he is on the lamb. Right now, he is, well, some of us, for most of us, it would be jogging. For him, it's a full on sprint right now trying to escape the justice because Hacker After Dark was enjoying some honey buns on the air last night. My guy we was. We got video? My guy with some honey buns. We got video? Who in God's green earth is eating a honey bun at 10 o'clock? Was he eating it in this spot? Yes, he was. Okay. Yeah. We got the perp. Perp has been identified right now. Like who I did said. that? Who did that detective work? Uh, this came from the Texan, designed by Lifetime. I'm sure Shout they were watching. Sure watch. You could probably pull up that YouTube feed I don't from need to pull night. up anything. You I, probably I, I, good. Yeah, that's I, where he's That's good that. work right there. Yeah. That's, that's good work. Whoever did that, good work. He has not south side God dang it, hacker. I don't mind if you eat honey buns. You can eat yeah. honey buns. I'll, but don't leave a sticky mess. Uh, yes, I do mind. You can't eat honey buns in a, in a studio. You probably Let's shouldn't be. Let's eating a honey meat bun. Yeah, I'm eating a honey bun. <laughs> Although we could eat. I could, you know, I could, clean I could, now. I'd go for a dozen Dunkins right now. Ooh, that, I'd eat those. Glazed joints would hit right now. Don't they, don't right they now. sound good? 
Mm. By the way, there aren't uh, enough Krispy Kremes in the world. Why are they no? Why have I got to dunk it on every corner? Let me clean up some other sports news. Uh, SEC Player of the Year is Dalton Connect. Yeah, I'll take all that back (laughs) after last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. Yeah. Uh, he he won it last night. Well, he, he, yeah, yeah, I think he had won it anyway. Cinched but it to my point. In my that's, view, that's what he's been doing, yeah. though, dude. I, you I know, mean, twenty five. I mean? He he took uh, <clears throat> Shepard and raised him, and and then won won the hand. So connect yeah, wins. and that's connect's been and, and Shepard has had games like that. Connect has done what he did last night all year. Yeah. I mean, he's had other games like that where he scores 18 unanswered in the second. And Gators got a little hairy last night. Yeah, they, they, I didn't watch it. I went to a high school baseball game. Okay. I went and shout out what I went over to your part of town. Why? Uh, well, the beach rats were over there. Okay, my buddy's kid plays for the beach rats, so I went over and watched. Uh, Is that Fletcher? Yeah, I watched Boomers beach rats. Uh, they take on Creekside Bartram. 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 It was a tough one to Bartram, three to one. Oh, but it was a good baseball bad. game. Well, it was actually a good game. That's JC. You got to you got to bring it when you come this way. They did bring it. Yeah. It was good. Well, good. So um, I enjoyed that. I, I still I still like the high school. I, I think here's the, the, a couple things from the Gator basketball game last night. I, I did uh, watch it. Obviously, uh-huh. watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. They they got a bit. They they got an awkward, unexpected foul trouble. Yeah. Walter Clay Jr. had three fouls with 14 minutes to go. He 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 committed his fourth foul, and then he got a little lippy with the ref. They gave him the tech, and he oh, went. Oh boy. We went from foul trouble to no best player for the last 14 minutes of the game. So that's that's one thing that happened. Credit Pullen for stepping up. He had big plays uh, down the stretch. He had a couple, three big threes. Uh, they they found um, a seam, and then Missouri went to a zone, and they kind of stifled Florida, and they got back in the game. They went from double digits down to within a point, and Florida finally figured out that zone with like some high-low big man action in between Samuel and Hanglot, and they spent about three minutes just scoring back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back hoops on dunks, most of them, and Florida held on to win. And I'll tell you something else I took. I don't know how Missouri doesn't have a win. They're not great. I don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm not yeah. selling you a great team, but they are too good to not have a win in conference. Uh, e, with Florida basketball talk, I feel it necessary to bring you the Dan Hickett stat of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. I caught him. Yeah, that's right. A little curveball. I'm not afraid. Mm-hmm. His name is Hicken, the man straight bitchin'. Thank you. It's Dan Hicken, stat of the day. How come balls gets to say the B word, but uh, <laughs> SEC you, comes calling on us. I appreciate it. This is a stunning stat. Okay. With their win, the Gators mm-hmm. got to 20 wins. I know, I know this stat. It's their 20th season this century with at least 20 wins. 20th season oh, this century. With at least 20 wins. Well, the funny part about Only Kentucky, Duke, Kansas, and Gonzaga have more this century. That's credit. I'll give credit to this, too. Obviously, That's incredible. Well, this is, this is what's happened, and this is rare, Hick. Okay, this is rare. Florida is on a 30-year run of hiring an acceptable replacement. Yeah. Lon Kruger came in, took him to a Final Four. Yeah. Billy Donovan followed him. He'll be the best uh, basketball coach in history. Mike White was charged with following up a legend, and he kept Florida in that 20-win NCAA tournament um, realm. And it's it's clear that Todd Golden was was a more than good choice as a replacement for White. They were saying last night. He like, knows his stuff, dude. This guy, this this was, I am. They're, they're yeah. saying how what what Golden did this year is he hit on all six guys he brought in. Yeah. The only guy he didn't hit on was the guy who decided not to come or play, the kid from Yale. But he hit on all of them. All four transfers yeah. and his two freshmen. They're both good. You know? So he yeah. he that's what's made the program. Yeah. So anyway, shout out to shout out to Florida basketball uh but but 
listen, I looked up and I was tracking the game at the ball game, and I looked up and it's there were surges, and then Missouri would come back. Yeah, and Missouri would come back, and with a couple <clears> minutes <throat> to go, Missouri was right yeah. there. Yeah, and and well, a little dicey. And again, that if you were watching, that timeline started. Now Missouri did make a charge even when they were full strength, but then Florida went on another one of those runs with Clayton still in the game, and they were up double digits, and they were probably on their way to win about 15, 20 points. And he went out and it threw them cluttered. They went to a, Missouri went to a zone. It took Florida about six or eight game minutes to figure out how to attack it. And once they did, they were getting easy buckets and and held on to win. Mm-hmm. I, we, I, it, it's um, it's a watch your wallet day here on Leap Day, 29th of the month. One last day to get those it? speed trap alerts out there because oh. they're they're flying. I'm gonna just tell you this now. Keep the speed down all day because they're coming in from all corners. Hey! Drills, Pete Traveler, brought to you by Calvin Truck Accessories, Radar Detection, and more. This one here has gotten me before. Southside Boulevard and JTB. Oh, yeah. Yeah, be careful. Either going this south or north on, on Southside this morning, down around uh, JTB. I uh, had another one here at 295. Where am I at? Hold on. All right, 295 northbound. Just over the Dames Point, got one there. They're, they're uh, like I said, they're out and about. Mm-hmm. Keep those speeds down. Keep that cash in your pocket with a drill speed trap alert. Brought to you by Catlin Truck Accessories. When we come back. Let's talk about renovations to a sports venue here in Jacksonville that has everyone excited. Okay. Um, I'll wait with bated breath, as they say. And maybe I'm not talking about the football stadium. Well, hey! For, for sure, I can see that little goofy smirk that tells me that. That's a tease, yeah. peeps. Uh, E.T., I got bad news for you before we go to break. Oh, Tragic. No. You ready? Listening. Uh-huh. Again, the search for the Honey Bun Bandit is on, but this is terrible news. Remember I told you how come there are no Krispy Kremes anywhere? Right. Today, because it's a leap day, yeah. Krispy Kreme has a leap day deal, two twenty nine for 12 Krispy Kremes. That's, mm. that's not bad news. It's bad news because we ain't got no Krispy Kremes oh, in yeah. front of us. Oh, that's true. It's terrible news. <laughs> if there's a Krispy Kreme around the corner. You're right. 12 for 229. If Krispy Kreme was where Duncan was right here, I'd be there. Yoda! That ain't happening. Yoda, bring some donuts Where's in. Yoda man. at? Earn your keep, man. Yoda coming in today? No. All right. no. All right, we got lots of good stuff to get to today. It'll be a fun Thursday on 1010XL 92.5 FM. We have a penalty, a delay of game on E. Come on, man. It's just a hesitation, but it, it cost the team. The team was in Airtime. ready to roll. Airtime. Yeah. It's okay. We'll bounce back. It's early. It happens. Uh, welcome back to the program. This is the 10-minute drill. At the end of the drill, we like to hand out something that e-phrases razzle-dazzle. What are you dazzling them with today, young man? Uh, $25 gift card to Liquid Sunshine Car Wash plus a free tire rotation for tire outlet. I like that. A um, couple baseball notes. Uh, one-to-one financial ballpark getting a makeover. Really terrific stuff, man. $30, Already, huh? $30 million, what man. Are they, are they making it bigger? Or what's the no, plan it's here? just like they're adding like a uh, right, Spacier. Like over right field, an entry where you can sit inside. And, and, cool. And, uh, yeah. It's, uh, what are they getting? Project Next. A, a vi- $31 million, Larger okay. video board. Club space behind home plate, multi-level building in right field, and a front porch and center field plaza to welcome fans. It's going to be terrific. It's going to continue to make this thing grow. It's going to allow the city to be in on a lot of, I think, uh, other type of things. You know, you can now chase and 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 you know get. Co- you know, we had a college baseball tournament here recently. Some other things like that. It's great, man. What a what a what a 
terrific thing. So anyway, congratulations to all those involved <clears throat> with that. I was thinking about this, um, and I know your your hatred for the L.A. Dodgers, and you said they're going to get a lot of airtime, and I saw them get some airtime yesterday, and I was thinking if the Dodgers had simply added to their lineup this year, Tyler Glasnow and Teoscar Hernandez, people would have been like, well, they're, they've improved their ball club. The fact, the fact that they also, by the way, threw in Shohei and Yamamoto. Yamamoto was terrific in his debut yesterday. Ooh. And he's also, what is it about these Japanese pitchers? They all have these weird deliveries. Mm-hmm. It's like always something weird about them. Nomo had yeah. it. They yeah. all got something. Oh, yeah. he, he's got like some. Kodai. Yeah. He's got some sort of little hitch there or something. Yeah. But yeah, he was fantastic. And I'm not a bit afraid of the choking Los Angeles Dodgers. No, no, you're not. Bring it, don't sing it, you big blue babies. Yeah. You never win anything. So yeah. spend your billion dollars. Yeah. And I'll watch them go down to disappointment in the postseason like they do mm. literally every year. Save one, the COVID year. So yeah, yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. COVID gave us um, two Laker championship teams. You know, the Lakers we want to just dismiss is not counting. I'll go ahead and dismiss the the Dodgers as well. Then playing in front of empty buildings and yeah. in neutral fields, they yeah. they won a World Series. Good for them. But most years they spend all that money and they don't win squat, and It'll that's be, what they'll do again this year. Yeah, I don't know. It'll yeah. be interesting to see. Sleep but, the Dodgers. Yeah. You're right. I hate them. I hate them. Yeah, and spend all that money, you jackasses. I got no respect I for mean, the Dodgers. Here's the deal, Dan. <laughs> There's no I mean. There here's, is an I mean in the here's respect. Here's the reality. That, there what? is an I mean no. in the respect what? that you're as a Braves okay. fan. Is there yeah. an irony here no. that you're How? calling them out? Yeah. Because you've won one. Yeah. And then another, you know, won one in 14. Sure. I'm not. I, it's listen, the exact same thing as Dodger it, it, fan no, in LA. It's the same thing. Bleep the Braves. No, no, we're talking about, okay. <laughs> it's talking When it comes to an organization, uh-huh. how they perform, uh-huh. how you're, uh, you're the, either the pride you take in them, the success they have. Yeah. I think it matters. <laughs> one is a much better organization if they actually do certain things involved in the game in the franchise, you know, like scouting, Uh like uh developing. Uh Uh Anybody Uh can take a billion dollars and buy the best players in the game. That doesn't make for a great... They have a great team. They have bought a great team. (laughs) They didn't do anything special for it. They just outspin everyone. Yeah, but no, they don't. They... they, You're wrong there. Okay. The Dodgers develop. They have a great farm system. A great top-notch farm system. They do. Every year they pull I, I, out a pitcher I, I, and you I, go, oh. I, I understand. Yeah. Read, me the, read me this great farm system's yeah. lineup. Yeah. I'll give you back-to-back-to-back MVPs, none of whom this great farm system produced. They were all bought and paid for with a billion dollars. Mookie Betts, yeah. Freddie Freeman, uh-huh. Shohei Otani. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And by the way, these Dodgers that are you know that are so so terrific as Dodgers, they go off other places. I don't see them carrying teams. Seager, I guess, did. Yeah, Seager did. Seager yeah. did for sure. They made a mistake on him. They should have kept him. Should have kept him. But anyway, my point is, you know what? It, it's a nice. It, it, uh, granted, it's nice. I don't know how you would feel as a sports fan. You would back your team. It, you would say that's the way the rules are set up. And I would say something else about the Dodgers. But it must too, be nice I... when you fail, fail, fail. So you just spin, spin, spin. Well, it must be nice. But. Uh, Yes, that's yeah. what I'm going to say. I okay. mean, I like the fact that, you know what? Damn, we didn't win. Let's go get more. Yeah. You know, they keep trying. Yeah, that's, that'd be fine uh-huh. if it weren't for this other reality that people leave out. You're the favorite to win already every year, and you don't. Yeah. It's only that far. Oh, we didn't get where we're supposed to be? Yeah, because you choked. Yeah. You got the best team in baseball. You got the most talent in baseball. You spend the most money. But, oh, oh look how aggressive we're going to be. Here's a billion for Shoy. Here's yeah. a billion for... Yamamoto, let's year, go get class now. In, in 21, when they won 106 games. Yeah, who, we beat them. Who, You're uh, damn right we beat them. Who, who, who won the division? 
The Giants. They won 107? Yep. Either that or they tied them. And, and, no, they won the tiebreaker. And won yeah. the tiebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why Atlanta got to play the Dodgers at home. They had home field advantage. Right. That's incredible. And so that obviously it didn't matter. Otherwise, they've been first every year since 2013. They're great. They're a great yeah. regular season. Listen, Daniel Murphy's 162. Don't lie. Yeah. You can't spend that money and have that talent and not win 100 <laughs> games, Dan. Yeah. They'll will this year. They'll win 110. They'll be the story. Then the postseason will start, yeah. and this all-star lineup will be facing primo, top-of-the-line yeah. pitching. Yeah. Because when you take an MVP, Dan, and you break him down, okay, what did he do against the aces of every team in the league? We lose sight of that. A lot of Dodger. You might hate the Dodgers more than the Mets. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Anyway, I just thought that we was... We beat one to death, and the other one, we don't. Yeah, I thought that was impressive. So, anyway, I'll be interested. I hear you. You get me going on the... I, I just, really it, wish... There's, there's some old school in me, too, that just gets... I'm still a little distasteful. I, I, again, I'm not... If it were my team, I wouldn't care. I think I said this the other day, and this is what bothers me, because I'm, I'm watching Yamamoto pitch yesterday, and I was thinking, you know, I mean... For a year, he was earmarked to the Mets, right? And the Mets are going to get Yamamoto. The Mets are going to get Yamamoto. So this is what we're doing now with Soto instead of focusing on the here and now. Mm-hmm. And I hate that about my ball club. Yeah. I hate people say, oh, don't worry. First off, all it does is gives you the opportunity to bid. You can bid even more. Sometimes they want to go, you know, Yamamoto wanted to be a West Coast guy. I get it. I mean, so it is what it is. But it'll be fascinating to watch them this year because I think, honestly, Jeff and 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 – that team that won 100 and like, what's the over under on the Dodgers? It's got to be over. four and a half. Yeah, I would take highest the, in a while. I think I take the over. Yeah, maybe in the regular season Don't it might you? play out that way. Yeah, I mean, I just think they're good. Gonna... Here, here's what to go back to your thing. Yeah, to your initial statement, and yeah. you didn't say this, but the implication is you can find everybody say, well, yeah, the Dodgers are going to win this talent, that talent, the other. Yeah, understand that I was a baseball fan yeah. who for seven years mm-hmm. trotted out Maddox, Smoltz, and Glavin yeah. healthy. Yeah, I know. We won one. And you yeah. know what else the Braves did? Just yeah. like the Dodgers, we yeah. need a first baseman. Where's yeah. Fred McGriff? We need a first baseman. Where's Andres Calarago? We need a first baseman. Where's Mark Teixeira? Yeah. Billions upon billions upon billions. You need yeah. a center fielder? Yeah. Go get go, go get Kenny Lofton. You need we, Gary Sheffield. Every big-name player the Braves oh, bought yeah. with the three, the best pitching staff probably maybe in Major yeah. League history, and they won one. Yeah. So bleep the Dodgers. Yeah. yeah. Go win it. You Go win it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like our team, and I, and again, I don't yeah. want to. Fa- I'll be honest. I, I'm not a t- fake tough guy. I don't want the Phillies. Somebody else take care of them. They're a pain in our ass. Doesn't something's going on there? Yeah. But I'll play the Dodgers right now. Y'all come on. <laughs> They'll choke, Hick. Sure as can you bet against? I won't bet the under. I will bet the, the field against the Dodgers. And buddy, I would put it down. I'd put down a lot of money on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would. I won't put a wheel kind spin of, though. What kind of odds would you give me on a wheel spin on that? Yeah, nothing. You'd have to. You'd have to take the odds. You get the whole field. You'd have to do two, and I'd have to do one. Well, I'd be taking the Dodgers. Oh you'd be yeah, that's true field. too. Yeah, I'll give you one to one. It's too much. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't mean to. Yes, I did mean to. I needed right. that. I need to get out a good pure baseball rant before we turn our attention to baseball. I actually watched the Braves in spring training yesterday. How the get, boys do. Yeah, I'm done with spring, the, the, spring training <laughs> baseball. It's like NFL football. We won four in a row. You're Shout exci- out. You're excited about it starting. It's like the exhibition season. Yeah. Then by August 16th, you're like, oh, God, this is interminable. When's the season start? Yeah. That's where I am yesterday watching my Braves and just a just – a, a, a roll call of dudes I've never heard of and uh-huh, don't uh-huh. mean anything. It's one thing if you want to ask me to watch prospects that are competing yeah, for yeah. jobs. Yesterday, I got the bottom of the barrel. Or, or, 
We're, uh, the Phillies played everybody, but we tied them. We're, we chasing, we tied we're them chasing the O's uh, right now for the Grapefruit League good, good uh, first place. I've noticed that those Dodgers and all that cast, they haven't lost yet. They're playing their well, guys. They haven't played. They're in the Cactus League. Dodgers have lost. They're 5-1. Yeah. and one. The, Rangers oh, and, are 4-1. Well, uh, the, the big news for the Braves is that Chris Sale's first outing was fantastic. He yeah. had two innings and didn't didn't break anything. <laughs> Braves are one and three. Uh, we don't care, dude. A problem here. Yeah, no problem. I, I don't think Acuna's even in the country, to be honest. <laughs> we don't. There's trouble in Atlanta, I watched, people. Hey, Hick, I watched yesterday. Uh-huh. Honest to God. Hey, E, your Marlins are one in three too. Shout out. You, do you feel? Do you feel like I'm a pretty good Braves fan? Uh huh. Okay. The Braves pull up to break. Can you pull up just the, the box score real quick? Yeah, I can do that. So I'm watching the Braves yesterday. I knew I'm going to be honest. Was it a tie? Yeah, seven seven. I love a tie in baseball. Isn't that grand? Yeah, we don't want to play. We got out of a. We got out of a. Hey, Michael a, Harris. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. I'm gonna tell you. Uh-huh. My, okay. Michael Harris. Just give me first and just as it is in the ball in the because you're not gonna know any of the names probably after Harris. You may to know give one you the more. lineup, but they're subbing guys in and out. Yeah, so. that's fair. I got Harris and I got Guillaume. Guillaume, I knew him. Fat obviously. little squatty. Son he's of a lost gun. some weight. You'd be happy to know. Maybe he's on one of those weight plans. Uh, Kellenick played. Yeah, Kellenick played. He's batting zero this spring. I know he is. That doesn't matter. Uh, then the rest. Yeah, the uh, rest. You got like names. I know. Trump is the only other name. No, Chuck and, Milligan, Jay Luplo. Uh, Luplo is a, is a prospect. E. White. Luplo is shortstop. Trump was, was catching. Trump, I know. Luplo is in right. Okay. Evans, uh, Horn. Yeah, Evans, Horny. They, Horny was at first base. Uh, Horny had a big homer in the ninth. Yeah, he's not going to get much playing time. No, he's not going to play. It's Horn, by the way. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, Nicky Lopez played, didn't he? A Lopez. Okay, well, it wasn't even Nicky. See, well, I mean, not blew unless, unless Nicky is slang for. I think maybe Nicky's gone. Adonis. Nicky may be gone. Nicky, they got from the Royals last year. He was you know big push in that first Smith round exit. Shaver started. He got, yeah, he got banged up. He got banged up. He got homered off of him in the first. And otherwise, yeah. yeah that's, there you you're go. right. You don't know any of them. There you go. Good. The Gator basketball and Braves baseball. That's what I bring today. I'm like a pig and slop. Schwarber played, though. Yeah, he did. Rio Muto played. Harper played. Yeah, they played Castellanos their guys. Played. Yeah, they played. Bowman, they all yeah, played. Yeah. Yeah. They, were, they got three in the first. I can't wait for baseball to start. I said, we said this off the air the other day for ET. I really wish this. I, I know there are some great Jaguar fans out there that love their Jags. I wish. I say this every year. I wish you had a baseball team that you loved like you love the Jags because Hick loves the Mets like you love the Jags. I love the Braves like you love the Jags. And you know what we get when our favorite season and team starts? We get to watch them every day. Yeah. Imagine if you got to watch the Jags every day. How really, fun that would be. You know what I mean? It's not that fun. It's kind of a torture for me. It is torturous I, as long as anyway. I'm not going to – I'm making a pledge. I will I will completely, you know, bury it by probably mid-May, but I'm making a pledge to really not care how the regular season goes, Dan. All right. Uh, I want to come back and uh, I've got a <laughs> – Yeah, right. I've got a little mini rant on this NFLPA player survey uh, when we come back. Uh, I It's just – Okay. I, it's not a big deal, but I want to say something about it. Can I say something – yeah. I will next on the drill. Six four one ten ten. Come kind, come courteous, come correct. E, one more time on the razzle-dazzle, please, sir. $25 gift card to Liquid Sunshine Car Wash, plus a free tire rotation for tire outlet. All you got to do is holler at your boy. He's the Forrest Gump. Of, I love that. I don't Murphy. know what to tell you. I we wish another, I could tell We have you another what? layer of Forrest oh, Gump that we'll be able so to tell good. the story someday, probably. Yes. We can't say it right now. No, but it's so the good. The dude's Forrest Gump, the man who you know, the man. ran a 5K backwards next to President Bush. He's he my hero. intercepted Dan Marino and Doug Flutie both in college. Just, uh, I, I, run, Doc, run. Uh, run, Doc, <laughs> run. Yeah. His wife's name is not Jen A, but other than that, a lot of similarities. Joe Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, close enough. Doctor, how are you, sir? I'm good, boys. I'm oh, good. he's the man. He's a legend. He's Dr. Kevin Murphy, Southeast Orthopedic Specialist. Nobody does it better. se-ortho.com for all your 
orthopedic needs. Oh, it's baseball. It's spring training. I don't understand this, Doc, but it's so weird. Baseball, you know, we go to, we have football season where these guys kill each other. And there are injuries, obviously, but it just seems like in baseball, there's always more. I guess it's just so unnatural or getting the body ready or the throwing or this, even the swinging and the, one of the new, you know how high ankle sprain kind of came on? Like, I don't know, it's probably more like 15 years now that high ankle sprain, it used to just be an ankle sprain. Now we get a lot of, and I don't know anyone that has it right now, but it just seems like swinging the bat, we get these obliques, these obliques, right? Which is what? Is that a core? What is an oblique? Is that core? Yeah, you got it. It's yeah. a core muscle of the abdomen. But yeah, it's almost like these guys, after the season, they, you know, don't do anything and then come back and get hurt. It's a, it's odd. Um because I know that's not the case. These guys are athletes, and they they stay in shape. But you're right. It seems like sp- spring training, the throwers always have problems, and and even simple things like swing. You know, not simple thing, but it, it is swinging a bat. That the it's not like it's a new event for them that somehow causes injuries in spring training. Yeah, it's just it's it's amazing, and it just yeah. I guess it takes time, and you got to work your way into it, and. And not overdo it early, and it's not because they're inactive either. No, I mean, in no, the off no. season, these these athletes now they work out, they yeah. throw and run and oh, hit, and they're and, doing all kind of cross training yeah. things to. And it's just you know, amazing. I, I think a lot of it is single sports stuff, you know. And there, a lot of the off season stuff, they're trying to train other muscle groups, but it's the same repetitive actions uh, that cause the injury. Doc, when. They go through the, quote, medicals at the Combine. I know we're re- revisiting here. Yes. We've probably talked sure. about this 17 years in a row. But yeah, it's just give us a general idea. And, it, it, you know, it seems I can remember at times it can be pretty invasive, maybe. I mean, they're, they're giving them a good, solid look through. And, and, you know, I can remember stories in the past of guys swearing they didn't have an injury until they, they were looked at. It. And then one shows up. And just so what is it that they're looking for? How intensive is it? And, um, you know, what's that 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 whole system like for these uh, both prospects and teams this week well some of it's looking at their records from college to see if they had injuries right if they had a knee injury that was either undiagnosed or had them sidelined for a period of time uh, somebody's going to put their hands on the knee and check to make sure the ligaments are okay and to your point sometimes you've picked up pcl injuries and you know acl injuries that you know you got an unstable knee that then they're not doing an MRI that day, but those those are things that are going to be screened before these teams throw a bunch of money at somebody. Well, here's a great one, right? And this is one we'll get the doc's opinion on, and it's the UCLA kid, right? Lay to mm-hmm. Latou. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know. Like how to a say spinal that. injury, right? At some point, he went from medically retired to first round pick. So there is a risk here, right? It has to be, right? Mm-hmm. And so. Um, it looked like he had not was he was medically retired from football at Washington after a preseason neck injury in 2020. You say neck, I start to perk up a little bit, right? Yeah. Okay, so sidelined from the sport for two years, but determined to get back, worked his way back, needed a surgery after a neck injury suffered during a preseason practice, medically retired for two years, went to UCLA, cleared by doctors to resume playing, 85 tackles, 35 for loss, 23 and a half sacks in two seasons. Uh, won the Lombardi Award. Uh, is he all healed? Is there a risk? What 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 are you checking as a doctor when this guy comes in? And he has played two seasons without problems, but he was medically retired from football. Yeah, they'll give him a good scrubbing. They're gonna, <laughs> they're, you know, they're gonna check his neurologic exam physically. And he'll probably have nerve studies to make sure the nerves aren't being pinched in his neck. And he's going to get 
MRI and probably a CT of his neck to see if there's narrowing and any high risk for uh, further injury to him. Man. So cleared now, maybe, you know, we'll see. We so they'll certainly give him a look. It's not a sports injury. It's just it, it, it's caught my eye. It's newsworthy, I think. There's a lesson here to everyone. It has nothing to do with sports but uh, and, and could have been a trad tragedy and they're not yet out of the woods but did you see the story from blue jays camp over the weekend a little boy got hit reliever eric swanson yeah. has left spring training to tend to his four-year-old uh, four-year-old son toby who was hit by a car and airlifted to a hospital over the weekend um thanks to the incredible work from the clearwater first responders toby's on the road to recovery surrounded by his family the blue jays manager said that meanwhile swanson will be away from the team uh for a while um just a reminder though with kids man I'll never forget one year, Hick. I, I've told this story. I don't know if I've told it on the air. I think I have. But <clears throat> and my kids were young. They were probably like eight and six, maybe ten and eight. And this was back in the day where you drive on the beach, especially in St. John's County. And I was sitting on the beach, um, you know, reading a book, whatever. The kids are playing in the surf. The wife's there. And you would park. The way it would work is you would park up next to, like, the grasses, right? And then the cars would go between where you parked and the beach, which just by setup sounds like it can be dangerous, right? And I have turned, maybe it's because the sun is going down the west. I've turned my chair around. I'm not facing the ocean. I'm facing, you know, the traffic and the cars and people pulling in. And a car pulls in. Um, it, it, mom and dad, two little girls. I mean, it had to be two and four or whatever it is. And you're doing your old parent thing and you're putting the sunscreen on them. They get the little girl out of the back seat of the passenger side. And, you know, your parents are doing this, you're doing that. That little girl just looks. She sees that ocean, and she just, and I'm watching this whole thing. It's right in front of me like a nightmare. She sees that ocean and just beelines for the ocean, as a kid will do. And, buddy, she times it right as a car is coming down, and I watch this car run over this girl. Mm. Like, thank God, it's she popped up like a gingerbread cookie. But it ran. It ran, you know, it didn't, the tires didn't get her. She she got into the front, so it knocked her over, and the car ran over her. Now, it's an old dude driving. Never knew he did it. Never knew he did it. He never knew he hit anyone. She, she No, and maybe he looked at the water or something. It definitely wasn't his fault. In fact, I ended up being like the main witness to the whole thing, at least when it came to his fault, because he, he kept going, and I could say, no, it wasn't hit and run. He had no idea, and he had no chance. That girl ran right out in front of him, you know, and... Uh, mm-hmm. Thankfully, she ended up okay. She had some some cuts, you know. They cut up her elbow or something. Point being, I'd make a long story longer. And you got little ones. You got to keep your eyes on them, man. You got to keep your eyes on them. They go when you don't expect them to go. They they get into everything. They're curious about everything. And that is just always uh, that 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 memory is always stuck with me. Wow, watching that, Doc. There's a LSU defensive tackle. His name is Mason Smith. Two years ago, he he was a Big phenom kid. He comes out against um, FSU. He makes a play early, jumps up. One of those jumps up, lands awkwardly, does his knee, right? And you, there's nothing he can do. I mean, it happens, right? So he rehabs and, and, and ends up playing. But it was a severe, I mean, torn ACL, opening drive of 2022. Did not have a great year in 23, but this guy was a big-time talent. So here's a guy who, like, these teams are thinking, well, I can get some value with this guy. So how he performs at the combine now, because now we're a year and let's see, it was September of 22, September, yeah, we're a year and a half removed. So now you want to start to see him. Can he regain the form that he had? Is that a guy that, and, and but as he comes through medicals, you guys are going to, again, check that knee to see how it's, how it, how it 
responding? Like, what would you do as a doctor to examine that knee? Well, the stability is pretty easy to check okay. with your hands. You can, you you can, can do that, feel just that. moving it around. Yeah, absolutely. And you can tell, you can say there's, like, you can note some unsta- instability here? You can. You okay. can feel if it's a little loose. Loose, and okay. There's a couple of the Lachman test and a pivot shift test. So these, okay. these couple things that you can uh-huh. determine is their looseness to his knee. Uh-huh. And that, but that's one thing. Uh-huh. The bigger thing well, not the bigger thing. If it's loose, that's a problem. Okay. If it's stable, he still has to have the feel of his knee in space. If it's loose, what? How do team? Like you tell the team if you, you, there's an instability here, does that make the team immediately go no, or does that make the team go well? What does that mean, Doc? Well, that means he's getting another MRI to see if his ACL is torn or not. Okay. Um, but that they're going to run him through a couple more drills. Okay. Um, so there's going to be some objective tests of him, one hop and cutting things okay. to see if his leg hold is up. stable compared right. to the other one if there's a deficit in strength or ability to mm-hmm. hop and jump on that leg then we start to, to shy away one, yeah. then you're going to move away from him yeah yeah it's just that those are those are the guys that like and by the way if he's okay and he's on his way now because sometimes you know these you know you're you come back from it you're not you're not the same player but you got to get your confidence back, your strength back. It doesn't happen overnight. Sometimes it takes a couple seasons, right? So uh, yeah, he may some go guys to... say it takes them two years to feel like that knee right? is perfect. Yeah, a year, you, they're good. You know, you look. What was that guy, Jamison, uh, the receiver from Williams? Mm-hmm. Williams. Mm-hmm. You know, he's played very well first year back. You know, some guys not so much. So right. there's variability to it. But to your point. You know, you look at him and examine him and do some objective measures to see where he is. Yeah. All right, from the Texan Design My Lifetime Enclosures, uh, Doc, um, help a Guggen out here. Uh, Doc, I'm 25. I lift and run four to five times a week, very low weights and reps, very controlled reps. I finished my last semester of school, and for three months I didn't work out or exercise. A lot of hours sitting every day. I all of a sudden have pain in my right hip and lower back when I squat. Flares up every day when I sit at my desk. Any advice? Do you know what's happened there? First of all, are those two things related? Well, hip and back can be mistaken for one another so hip pain is groin pain okay back pain is obviously in your back and goes down the back of your leg okay so if it's pain down the back of your leg burning numbness in your leg that's a nerve issue in your back okay. a little more significant okay if it's just achy sore back fine uh, you know therapy chiropractic stuff works for that if it's groin pain you know that's could be injury from labrum and so forth but from the sitting around and then getting back somewhat active and again without much it's just yeah, hopefully just muscle strain, yep. you know, do gotcha. some core work and, and get back to it. All right, gotcha. Doc, you didn't have to bring any donuts in with you, did you? I heard you on the way. I was <laughs> I, I didn't have time to stop. Doc, before we let you go, if you could just take a gander, can you can you see uh, that okay? Uh-huh. All right, can you tell me here who has, I just want you to say it, Doc, who has the most points of all these teams right here? Who has the most points? Can you repeat the name of that team for me, please, sir, Doc? It's a little blurry now. Yeah. My yeah. Eyes are... Can't quite see that? I can't quite see that. That's what I thought. I mean, you're, Doc, uh, there's your team. Hmm. They're, they're 21 points behind, Doc. Is, is there going to be a late-season surge or yes. with oh, the yeah. Penguins? Or, oh, yeah. Or Don't count them are you going to trade uh, your guy? Uh, rumor is you're going to trade your guy. The guy's hurt right now, and I can't think of his name, but he's a really good player. He's not Malkin, and he's not Crosby, but he's the next guy, and I can't think of his name here. Hold on. I gotta, he's a, he might be available at the trade deadline. We'd love to take him off your hands. Let me uh, – Oh gosh, and no, I can't think of his dad. Still wish the Penguins had never traded Flurry. Yeah, yeah. It's not Latang. What move. is it? Oh, Gensel. 
Gensel? Jake Gensel good. might yeah, get traded. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. <laughs> Second on the team in points. We'd love to have him. Flames, by the way, have had a wholesale uh, trade in everybody. I, I saw we traded the defenseman. Yeah. Yeah, we did more than that. Not trying to win. Not going to make our. Well, there are like five of them on the. We're track. beating all kinds of good teams. Maybe yeah. maybe we're getting rid of the riffraff. They've moved on from those. Players. Anyway, Doc couldn't see it, but I'll I'll help, I'll jump in and help him. It was the New York Rangers with the most. Yeah, no, I we we all if picked up on what you were laying that, down I just there. Wanted to get I've gotten a great question from my from my hawk my hawk brother. You know, I got a hawk brother out there, right? I text with him as well. Please ask the doc if a finger ligament surgery can improve an NBA player's defense. <laughs> Trey Young's out with a finger ligament. Well, he's trying to poke somebody in the yeah, eye. Yeah, there we go. All right, uh, so no donuts. Get out of here. That's Doc Kevin Thank Murphy, you, doctor. Uh, best in the business, and we get the lowdown on the Our injury hero. report here each and every uh, Thursday morning, Southeast Orthopedic Specialist. Thanks, Doc. Thank you, boys. We're back on a Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday. Man, Custom Tree Surgeons is the best. For any issues you have on your property, at your business, when it comes to all, whether it's maintenance, preventative, or just, you know, you've had a disaster, there's an accident. Oh my gosh, I got an oak tree on my roof. Any and all jobs, these dudes are the best. So professional, uh, so down to earth. It is Custom Tree Surgeons. Got another speed trap. I told y'all. Don't try me. I told y'all. They're out everywhere today. I'm not going to keep giving them one after the other. Right now, 95 South, St. John's Parkway under the Racetrack Road Bridge. I'd like to make a proclamation. If you get a ticket today, it doesn't count. It's leap year day. Okay, that's fair. So it's not really happened. So if you get a ticket, just rip it up. Don't pay it and tell them, no, that that doesn't count. There's no such day. You got it on February 29th. What? What February 29th? Uh, we haven't had a February 29th in years. I want to be clear. Yeah. Catlin Truck Accessories brings you the speed trap alert. They will not pay your speeding tickets. <laughs> they won't. Now, they do have their radar detection. Go take care of it yourself. You'll never get it in the first place. But, hey, I don't. Uh, we've gone Who can far you count on? Yeah. Count on Catlin, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, that Ole Miss basketball team. I saw they had about a 16-point lead last night. And Bama came. Bama's. Rushing. Bama scores 100 points every night. What Speaking is this? What is this scoring explosion in basketball? Know. Is it is it the improved range that dudes are just dropping twenty five foot three pointers like nothing? Because now it's NF, it's NBA and college. Pains me to say this, but uh, E's ageless one. Speaking of comebacks, had one. You saw that? Oh man! Oh yeah! He outscored the Clips by himself in the fourth quarter. He it's did. Just, hey. Of course, I saw the very end of the game this morning when I was you know early this morning. And typical LeBron though, it's it's uh, one fourteen to one ten. LeBron has been red hot, but I just click it on at 114-110. I didn't know about this comeback and such, and they're raving about LeBron. He throws one up, misses it. Clippers come down, score 114-112. LeBron comes back down, throws one up, misses it. Uh, <laughs> Clippers come back down and uh, call timeout, set themselves up, but he, then he in, intercepts a pass, throws it down court, and the Lakers win. It's it's not LeBron's first year, right? 21. 21 years. Biggest fourth-quarter comeback of his career. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, as a young man on some bad Cleveland teams, I imagine he's had some opportunities. Although LeBron teams probably don't get down 21 a ton. Yeah. What are how many times in his career that he played in the game that his team trailed by at least 20? Yeah. Uh, that'd be an interesting stat for all the greats. Yeah. Surprised that he was de- in the game last night and they were down 21. Right. They, well, they they kept playing and yeah. then for good reason. We got a really interesting setup coming in the first round of the Western Conference playoffs. The, uh, it, it sure looks like the Lakers and Warriors are going to be 9 and 10. Man. Those boys are going to be playing to see who's going You don't think they'll move up? I don't know, man. Those are good teams in the West and nah. they're a little bit behind them, aren't they? Like last I checked, aren't the Lakers like a good two or three games behind the team in front of them? I'll give it a little picture. Cause six, yeah, because six through, like, 
three are all within a couple of Laker games of each other. Laker two behind the Sacto Kings. And is, two behind. And how close is Sacto at number six to number two? Half game. Yeah. I mean, so the They're top, all bunched in. Seven all, and a half, seven and a half, eight and eight and a half. Yeah. Phoenix, New Orleans, Dallas, and Sacto. And the Lakers and Dubs are nine and ten, ten and a half and eleven back. Dubs play the Knicks tonight. So. There'll be a little more interest in that nine ten matchup than the Hawks Bulls over in the East. I think. I would just think that would be correct. All right, so just a, just a, a little bit more. Uh, NFLPA does some survey about how their players are being treated. You know, in the National Football League. Interestingly enough, Chiefs came in thirty first. So tells me that it means absolutely nothing. Oh, of course, yeah. This is a absolutely nothing. This is a, in your feelings. And that's what bothers me. What are we doing? Why are you wasting my time with these things? Like last year we had rats, which I dug. I like the rats. I think think that's cool. Uh, I'm bothered by somebody like on the Jags saying, well, they offer child care, but it's not very good. And my response would be, really? Well, thank you, E. Thank you. Keep it rolling. Because let me tell you something, fellas. You know what the real world does? They hire a babysitter. You clowns could hire a nanny. So you're complaining about childcare being provided by the NF? Stop it. Not well, a major hold rant, on a second. but just a Come little on. bit. There's a difference in being in complaining and answering a survey where they ask you to put a grade on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we, we, we could all take some survey about where we work or our home or anywhere else, and there'd be some that we yeah. don't like as much as the others. Yeah. Not necessarily a, a complaint. But to your point, they're very definitely spoiled and oh, entitled. Come and, on, man. I mean, what, yeah, but they should have in, in, in all and they will in the new one. Uh-huh. By the way, we went from 28 to five. You know why? Why? Because they got that. New, yeah, yeah, they got a beautiful new facility. How That's about how one? it is. Treatment of families. Arizona Cardinals D plus. Hey, Jags are D plus. Hey, sit down and shut the hell up. Jack, okay? no, they're, <laughs> they're not talking about that. T- no tickets. They're Get talking, out of here. Pay for them. they mean like a family room, <laughs> you know, that, that kind of thing. like a little banquet hall for the fam. I don't <laughs> care that you're Trevor's wife. Go over there. Get out of here, Mrs. Lawrence. I don't give a damn. Uh, locker room. I have, a, I have for a, the Cardinals. F for the Falcons. I, I've done a lot of digesting of. Doug and, and they should have played in the seventies, Pross, when they when <laughs> the the locker room, little different treatment of families yeah. and 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 such and food. Ah, uh, here's a here's a uncrustable, uncrustable. <laughs> Those are good. That's don't luxury. You, don't they you are throw, good. Don't you throw the uncrustable like good. that's a like a penalty. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, Jeez I've had geez. a couple of uh, I don't know. I don't want to say got? epiphany because one is kind of obvious. I'll have a lot of company. Yeah. Uh, the other. I'm not so sure we properly really listened to what they told us in Indianapolis. So I'm going to leave it with these, or I'm going to bring up these two thoughts uh, first, and then I'll move to the second. First is, don't you, and I think you'll agree with me, and that's why I don't think this is, you know, super, super um, okay. <laughs> innovative. The Jacks are taking a cornerback, number one. That's what they're doing. The 17th pick is going to be a corner. It's not going to be a lineman. It's not going to be an O lineman. It's not going to be an interior lineman. It's not going to be an edge rusher. It's not going to be Brock Bowers falling to 17. Yeah. They're taking a corner. They need one. Their two starting corners are going to the last year of their deal. So obviously they won't have both of them the next year. It's a position that has to be restocked. I, I don't, I, I won't say 100% because I guess there could always be some prospect that falls there you're so intrigued with. And then you, you know, you, 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 double down on corner in round two or three. But the reason I think it's for sure corner is because corner is a deep position this year between, say, 10 and 25. There's five or six guys that are thought to have, like, draft value, a grade that will put them between 10 and 25. Do you agree with that? 
Well, that yeah, part I of think it. in our DreamFinders poll question, those four and more, you know, DeGene, Wiggins, Mitchell, Arnold, they're all in are that you indicate? I know you've done this with other positions and such. Are mm-hmm. you indicating that you two think it will be corner and you ask that question, or that's one of the positions so think, you ask I that question? I think they intimated very much so that they're in the I, market I for I think a lot of okay. people took away from what happened. I think that's, yeah, I think that's okay, a the second, pretty obvious one. The second thing I want to run by you and I don't, I don't, I, this may not be I a totally keep glasses clean because mine are always, yeah, it's, you gotta, it's, it's real simple. It's constant. Eight, 10 times a day. You take constant. them off and you just okay. rub. No, not constant. And, and well, eight to 10 is a constant, isn't it? That's, I don't know, that's you once do that every, eight to time tens, once time tens a day where you wear them for basically, I wear a pair here and I wear a pair at the television station. Well, I well then you wouldn't have need to do it home. that many times if you stop grabbing it with your paws. You can't I've, grab the glass part with your fingers. Is that you it? you got to yeah. kind of grab them differently? <laughs> the frames, yeah. yeah. You get fingerprints. I'm sorry, I digress. Smudges. Your point being what? No, the second one, and I think maybe the, part of this has mm-hmm. been determined, but I'm going to take it a step further. Yeah. This is what I now think about the Jaguars and their plans slash hopes slash strategies. Okay. Okay? I think right now... They are in hyper-aggressive mode to get a long-term deal with Josh Allen done in the next three or four days. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because, because uh-huh. they very much, very badly want to put the franchise tag on Calvin Ridley. Because they now understand what everybody was sort of saying, that if Ridley gets to free agency, he gone. Well, and there's also Because he'd been squeezed to the top, like Correct. we all said was going to happen. And you don't want to— Which tells you, by the way, that he's like the third or fourth best receiver in free agency, which also then tells you somebody's going to overpay for him. So that's why he gone if he gets to free agency. So therefore, the Jags better get a deal done and, and, with him. And I'm going to go ahead and say this. See, I, I say no. I don't think they want to get a necessarily deal done with Calvin Ridley. No? I think they want to get a deal done with Josh Allen, and they want to play with Ridley for a year on that franchise tag. Let's make sure last year was just a rust year, and that's not the new Calvin Ridley. I don't think a one-year, another one-year deal with Ridley is a terrible thing for this football team. Draft a developmental receiver, see where you're at on the health of your other guys, and let's pay Calvin Ridley top dollar for a year and see what he has. Uh-huh. What is the number for uh, 20 maybe? Whatever it is. I don't know. What's you the franchise know? number for a uh, receiver? Yeah, I, I think it's probably 20. I, 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 I want to say I've seen that number. Receiver. Uh, let's see. 21.8. So I think that's the smartest, best. And I think that really, again, I've listened to now Balky and, and Peterson, Dan, or, yeah. or, and read the transcripts of all three of their appearances. Yeah. Podium, local scrum, one-on-one with 1010XL. Okay, I've listened to all three. Huh? And if you piece them all together, that's what I get to. We're working hard. We're working overtime. I'm going to speak with Josh's people again today. Yeah. The only thing they didn't say is, we really want to get the long-term done so we can franchise Ridley and go from there. Well, maybe they should have started a little earlier with Josh yeah. so they didn't have I don't to know. do that. I, I, and, and I don't know the timing of who talked to who, well, when, Well, we know that we were three weeks in and he hadn't met with him yet, Jeffrey. Again, I, and we've, we've been down that path. Yeah. I'm saying between what they want to do between now and, and franchise tag deadline is get Allen done so they can use Oh, by the way. Did you know if they franchise tag Ridley, it's only a third rounder? Yes. Which is also, I think, I guess what I'm saying is, I really think it should be if it's not, and I think it is. So you've I, changed your opinion a week ago. You were telling me you were disappointed in Calvin Ridley. Now you things, want him. Both things can be true. All right. 
And disappointed was a relative term. Disappointed, but you're paying 20, 22 million. Yeah, I need him. He's the best player. Yeah, I need him I on my agree. team. Yeah, I concur. But I think both things can be true. I could be disappointed his numbers weren't Brandon Ayuk's or Rasheed Rice or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right. That, that's fair. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. You're the number one receiver on an ascending team with Trevor Lawrence. I. It was a good year. I can be both disappointed, but yet still think that that's the surface. That's fair. But I also, because of what I saw last year, I didn't see a number one receiver. I saw a good two. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see a guy who took over games, who made the unbelievable play. He he was good. I would agree with that. And so I want him back. But, yeah, just just, – I was a little disappointed. Not super – not disappointed to the point that I don't want him back, I guess, to your point. That would be your point here in that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I would just say I think it's more of a expressed, desired, urgent goal than it is one of the possibilities. I think what the Jags want to do is to get the Allen deal done now, not just for the safety and security, but so they have then the freedom to put that franchise tag on Ridley and either – here's the deal, Dan. If they don't put the tag on Ridley, he's gone. Because yeah. it doesn't matter if they start negotiating between now and free agency or once free agency starts. Everybody and their brother knows well, listen, how it's set up. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. If you're Calvin Ridley's agent, what are you advising him to do? Wait it out. Wait Correct. it out. Sure. Do not sign. Again, it depends. So if they don't get the if they don't get Allen signed, I'm not signing because I'm going to get the numbers are going up, baby. And now, unless Calvin is like, look, I've been through a lot. I like Jacksonville. I'm making a good amount of money, but if I got, but if you're gonna slap a franchise tag on me without the without without any type of uh, commitment to working out a long term deal, I'm going free agent, man. I'm gonna go get four years, eighty million with fifty of it guaranteed. Four years, eighty five. It's going up, but he may not get that too. It is going up, oh, but he may it. not. We don't know he's that. He's getting it. I don't know. Well, I don't, who, I don't, I, who else? Maybe they're not doing it, Dan. Maybe they're uh, not going to pay anybody that kind of money. Yeah, I'm I, not saying bro, that. Bro, you know how important receivers are I right do now. know how important receivers are. Tell yeah. me a team that's going to pay $25 million a year for Calvin Ridley to be their number one. I'm not so sure they're just out there waiting. Buffalo Bills need receivers. They, they don't need. They got receivers as good as Calvin Ridley. They got one. I, it's, what were Gabe Davis's numbers? Gabe's gone. He a free agent. Well, he gone. Let's see. I mean that 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 would put them in the boat. I heard Ryan O'Halloran on with Frank yesterday. He had a good point. He he was like a, the Bills are picking like twenty eighth or something. He said he said they should ch- draft Lad McConkey. They haven't had anybody work the inside since Cole Beasley, and they feel and he feels like plus the Chiefs will take Lad McConkey if he's available, and then he'll be a star. So it's like block them. Yeah. But I'm looking at like teams that need help at receiver. Man, there's there's a bunch of them. Again, we're ta- talking about help at receiver. We're talking about number one. Who needs a number one receiver? Like the Jags had to pay Christian Kirk. New it'll England. Take, it'll take somebody paying Calvin Ridley like he's a number one receiver. Yeah, for I know. But even if he's not, New England could use what's, him. What's New England's cap? I mean, there's so many things here oh, to I know. check down. That I'm the sure Giants could use him. The Titans could use him. I don't have anybody as good as Calvin Ridley. Um, Carolina. There's a lot of teams. I could use a Calvin Ridley, and that will jump to the front and make that splash. And let me tell you about Calvin Ridley. If he hits free agency, you know when that tampering thing starts? You know with free agency? Yeah. They say tampering is allowed. Like the Sunday before the Tuesday. Yeah, that deal's done. No, I get it. That deal, his it. deal's done in the first hour. He's I say the- we meet him at the airport. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Don't let him get out of here. Don't let him. Don't let him. So get the Josh Allen deal done and keep Calvin Ridley or he gone. I do think the best plan for Ridley, though, and I I guess that's my point. I I think we're all in agreement on keeping him and how do you keep him and what the possibilities are. I think the best plan is to franchise him. That might be the best plan, but not for him. I don't care. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Best plan for him last year should have been to die for that ball that went over his head against Tennessee. Yeah. That could have been a best plan at some point. That's fair. That's fair. All right, this is the drill. We're rocking and rolling here on a Thursday, having a good time, uh, kicking around some concepts and rationalizations. We'll do more when we return. I see what's happening here. What do you got? So the 12-team playoff is good for a week or two. We talked a little bit about this last week, and they started saying, oh, yeah, about about 14, like two days after the 12-team announcement. So it's been a week and a half. So now we're basically 14's done. It's a done deal, and if you think it's just not all about the SEC and Big Ten, you're wrong. Did you see what the model actually is, Dan, for the 14? How they come up with it? No. Like, you know the model for the other one, it ended up being 5 plus 7. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You get the four big boy conference champions, you get the one group of five conference champions, you get the seven at large. The new 14 model is going to go like this. 3, 3, 2, 2, 1. You know what the three and the three are for? What? That'd be the Big Ten and SEC. Oh. Contracted in. Oh. Okay. Three Big Ten. Yeah. Three SEC. Okay. And then a two, two, one, one, two for the ACC and Big 12. Yeah. And one to the highest ranked group of five team. That is just operation elimination, isn't it? I don't, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't either. It's too many. I don't need two, three. I mean, just let it open. There by should... the way, if we're going to go, I was thinking about this. If we're going to go to a 12 or 14 team playoff and we're playing now another extra three games or whatever it is. Listen, if you go, if you win the championship, you'll play 17 games, Dan. Okay, just like well, NFL. An, okay. 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 It's time to just stop this nonsense. Separate football. Let them work out contracts and make it a professional game. It's well, just stop it. It's ridiculous, dude. Give them all, and if you you know, and put some parameters around it, some regulations, and just just knock it off. Not it, this is this is so so ridiculous. I think where we're ultimately going to head is perhaps the SEC and, and Big Ten just maybe adding another four teams, and that'll be it. They'll split. Exactly. And, and college football it's, it's, be one. It's, and, it's it's just which if I don't you're care. in that group, it's great. You know, I, I, I'm just over. I'm over. You know, and 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 most people I think feel like. We do, and and in in this respect, we we really don't like college football right now. I don't, and I blame them all, dude. I blame every one of them. I blame those coaches. They weren't afraid to take that three million, five million, seven million, nine million, twelve million dollars a year. Okay, they that's what got people starting to say, "Well, wait a second, this coach is making twelve million, and this kid." It gets books and a place to stay, which, again, is great. But, well, hold on a second. This is a billion-dollar industry. Wait a second. Now you want me to play 17 games a year where I perhaps can be an NFL player and you want me to put my body on the line 17 times? Yeah, I'll do it. How much are you paying me? It's just it's worth this. I mean, so just regulate Listen, it. I, Let's go. I, I think there's a terrific value on a call. It, it, yeah. it, it, there is. It's not opinion. If you literally Google – you know, your salary at age 
50 or 40 with a college degree versus or your lifetime salary with a college degree on average versus a lifetime degree without a college degree. And on average, the college degree, you'll realize hundreds of thousands of dollars more. That's okay. research. All right. So there's a value on that college scholarship for sure. Yeah. Well, you went from playing 11 games to what it is now and the billion-dollar TV deals. It's no longer worth just the scholarship. The line of opportunity has now been surpassed by the line of being taken advantage of. In college football, when they were only playing 11 games and bowl games, they it, it gave them exposure to the NFL. It gave them an education, gave them stability. We're past that now. They're all getting uber-rich. And so the players, but what they need to do to corral it is just that, look, there's this, there, there, you all get I'm gonna stand, And I'm going to stand you by. You all get 10 grand or whatever. I'm going to stand by my statement. And I think this would be extremely smart of the first coach to do it. Okay. And we've seen it before, by the way. I mean, Steve Spurrier gave a large sum to the University of Florida for a building. or So all I'm saying now is with these just embarrassingly high salaries that football coaches make. Who's going to be the first college coach, Jeff, Power Five, who's making seven, eight, nine, ten million a year to step up and say, you know what? What I've instructed the university to do is take one million dollars of my salary and put it into the NIL program. I don't know what the legality would be with NCAA. What we might see moving forward is coaches' negotiation. How much is the school willing to put into his salary pool? Right. In other words, you're going to hire yeah. me for $9 million, but I get 3.4 a year for players. Well, they that it, I mean, at Florida, he, Napier demanded certain things, and one of them was for assisting a $5 million That's pool. assistance. I mean, yeah, players. Yeah, yeah, I hear So, I same hear. idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. Same idea, but yeah. for my players, I want. And I, when is the university going to step up and say, you know what? We make thirty-two million off of football. We're taking five million of it annually and throwing it back into the program because we have to pay our players. Right. When are they going to do all this? I don't know. I don't. I don't and again, I'm, I'm not against. With, with, if you want to give to the to the to players, that's fine. If you don't, it's fine. I don't care. I'm just saying, it works. It's a two-way street here, and so your guys are going to sit there and say, "Well, you know, we don't have enough money." Well, you can help. You're making millions. We're not. Yeah, so, I, but like I said, rather than the coach having to get it and then give it back, just you're part of the well, coach's sure, negotiation sure. is get $10 million and your program gets 5 or whatever it is, whatever number it is you come up with that wouldn't be a bad wouldn't be a bad idea. That's for sure. Yeah. It will be it will be uh it'll be interesting going forward. It'll be interesting to see what happens with, you know, as as specifically of Florida but at FSU and and Georgia and such, and, and and all these programs in Ohio State has, you know, Ohio State has revved it up. They have the best team on paper in the feels Big This is like there's some desperation being screamed out of Columbus. This feels there like better a, be. You've lost three in a row to Michigan. And it's, well, it's good timing. Michigan is about to go back to being Michigan, you yeah. know, and a 10 and 2, 8 yeah. and 3 kind yeah. of program. And you know, Michigan has, I think, 18 or 19 guys at the combine. You could, oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. I want to ask you this question, Jeffrey. I want you to listen. Okay, I normally don't. Yeah, you don't. Sometimes you dive back and, and, and you leave me. Stay with me here. E, are you with me? I'm here. All right. Just making sure you're okay in there. I'm here. All right. Let me find this. I'm doing this blind, too. So, But I oh. thought of this the other day, and I was okay. wondering what you would think. Nice. Uh, it doesn't work. What do you mean? Never mind. What? Oh, my no. goodness. No. no what no. are you talking about? No good. All right. What just Would you happened? Ta- Let me ask you this. Would you, if your coach went 
you hire the coach. Okay. Okay. This isn't Florida. This is That's you, too bad. you've hired a coach. I really wanted to be Florida. Okay. And his first year he goes four and eight. His okay. second year he goes five and seven. His third year he goes eight and five. Is he still your coach at yeah. Florida? Um, you just said I wasn't at Florida. Um, four and eight, yeah. Four and eight, five and seven. If I kept him five. after four and eight, five and seven, I mean, I, there's some thing, you know, there's some specifics here. What's the roster trend look like? What's the recruiting? What's the buzz? What's the right. how did they how did you get to that eight and five? So there's you some probably other, would. Yeah, I okay. think so. Let me ask you this question. I mean, I've I've bitten the bullet on the two you're terrible hi- years. You're now you're you're hired the coach of Florida, and you're fir- hired. Him. Yeah, you went and your first year you went ten and three. Okay. Um, but you lost to Florida State, Tennessee, and LSU. Okay. Second year, ten and three, lost to Florida State, not close. Uh, Tennessee, Georgia, maybe at some point. Georgia, lose a game to Georgia. I forgot about them. (laughs) Trying to leave them out. You lost to Georgia both years. Lost to Florida State and lost to either Tennessee or LSU. All right. Third year, you go eight and five. Okay. Fourth year, you go ten and three. Okay. Fifth year, you go nine and four. Okay. Are you? Where are you with your coach? And you're losing to your rivals. He gone. He gone. He gone. Okay. That's what I thought, right? Mm -hmm. So you go ten and three, ten and three, eight and five, ten and three, nine and four, and then you go. It's not good enough. We got to get over the top. Then you go five and seven. Oh, you get to come back another year and go five and seven. Now you're definitely gone. Definitely gone in a slingshot toward the sun. Yeah. And then you go twelve and two, thirteen and one. Is this Mark Richt? No, it's Jim Harbaugh. Okay. So I'm like, you know, now he had a little bit better pedigree, but that's what he did at Michigan. And to culminating this year with the perfect season and 18 kids at the combine. The 5 and 7, man. Well, that's... only because they were 2 and 4, but I didn't want to give it away, but I'm Oh, I'm, so that wasn't That was really 2 good. and 4 during COVID year, which would have been about 5 and 7 though. Yeah. Fair, right? So, but this complete years he he's the, prob- remember, the, the, remember the problem with... there is he's like you said, you 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 and you postured it that way. Yeah. He's losing Ohio State every year. And that's every what year. he did. Yeah. Right? I mean, Michigan State was beating him. There yes. was a stretch he was like 1 and 9 against the big boys. Yeah, I mean, he was gone. Yeah. Like most People wanted him gone. Yeah, I don't know about inside the Michigan family because I know he's a favored son, but yeah, I do. I do. I think even, I think Michigan family would have been at best, at best 50-50, and I think most would have been, okay, let's make a change. And he also did it while drawing headlines for, you know, taking kids yeah. to the Vatican <laughs> yeah. and all these, you know, goofy He did it things. his way. Yeah. And it, he, and it wasn't working that way. And he stopped all that nonsense, Dan, yeah. and now he's got a winner. Well, he figured it yeah, out. Yeah, let's have spring practice right here in Ann Arbor. We don't need to go to... You know Maui, but it did take him, s- yeah, six years of of now ten and three is a lot better than five and seven. Don't I, get me wrong. For I and guess, you can you can yeah this but, is yeah much better. But Michigan has Florida has the same kind of expectation that Michigan well, has. And, well, no, Florida has a higher expectation. It's a much harder job. Florida, Florida coaches. It's not it, it, you know Florida's a harder job than Michigan. Mich- Michigan coach gets more rope than Florida coach. That's what I oh, mean. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Like, cause who, who I will bet you our interim guy who did such a good job this year and deserves the opportunity interim where, well, at now, Michigan, the interim guy who got the job at Michigan. Yeah. Oh, okay. I would think I would, I would, I just got this more, feeling, right? More. Yeah. Sharon Moore. Yeah. Shamar Moore. Maybe. Why do I think it's, it's going to be eight and five? I mean, first off, he can't do what they did. They lost well, they, everybody. They lost a lot of talent and then they lost the recruiting class and then they lost some transfers. There will not be the patience with him that there was with Harbaugh. Well, that's for sure. It's hard to Is replace the to legend. Say? Yes. Yeah. I, I, listen, in, in a different light, but a similar storyline, it's Mike White at, in, in Gainesville. Yeah. 
I mean, if Mike White had followed Lon Kruger or Don DeVoe or anybody else, Gator fan would have been marching to keep him for life. Well, yeah. I mean, he went to four tournaments. He won yeah. games every year. Went to Elite Eight. He never had a losing record in the SEC. He was, you know, he's a lot of those things. But when you follow that that legend who has shown you what you can be, I mean, let's be honest. Ron Zook was much better in his first two or three years than Billy Napier's been. And it didn't take long at all that you wanted Zook to oh, yeah. out of there. Oh, yeah. He was much better than Billy Napier. Not oh, even close. No. No. So following, being the immediate follower to the legend, in, in this case, in terms of more at hardball, isn't going to help. No. Zucker went 8-5, and 8-5, 7-4, and, five, and four, fired. Right. Much, fired. much better than, than uh, Billy Napes down there, so yeah. we shall see. Yeah. It is a custom tree surgeon's Thursday. You're listening to The Drill. You know this vibe? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good jam. Yeah. You didn't know this vibe? You just played no, this? Yeah. Just cycle through? Yeah, I got like a, uh, the way it works in here is like a, we got a, uh, a whole bunch of Like bands. a service? Yeah. And um, when I want, I'll go on YouTube and grab something, but I just snatched this one and, uh, this is this is Bobby. <laughs> this is probably you got the you got the the years on there. No, not on this one. Look how eighties might be nineties. Do it again. What's the name of the song? You got that part? Uh, connected. Yeah. Stereo. You gotta get yourself connected. The back's against the wall. I'm like, you might fall something in there. I got it. I'm around it. Yeah, that's it. Connected. Make sure you're connected. Ooh, ooh. The writing's on the wall. Man, Providence got hosed a little 92. bit last night in that Final Four game. I was kind of bummed about that. Yeah. P-Town uh, playing Windermere in the semis. We're not off. We're off to a sort of an inauspicious start in the Final Four games down there. Jacksonville is. Hopefully, uh, James Collins and the Jackson Tigers can get it done today in a semifinal game. But... Uh, they were they were up two. I think they I think they got him on a press or they stole the ball. I didn't see. All I saw was a foul called on a three point play. You're at the Providence end of the game. Is up two. They turned it over. They, I think they turned it over. Kid drove the lane. They call a foul and one, and the kid makes a free throw and they lose. I mean, it's just heartbreaking. I mean, oh, that's tough. Don't way call to lose. a foul. It didn't look like he touched him. By the yeah, way, yeah, just give it a tie. Let's go OT. Yeah, and we'll decide it. But the Providence gave the game away. They had a five point lead with fifty seconds to go. They? they couldn't. They couldn't salt it away. You know, they, they ah. just. Brandon Bass Jr. plays for that team. Uh, we remember Brandon Bass at LSU, don't we? Yeah, first round pick of the Bulls, I believe. Here come the Bulls. They play for and, the Bulls, too? And then. Sure that's who I drafted him. The Providence Girls. I could got, be wrong. But Providence I, I, Girls also got to the Final Four. They lost. Now, Pontevedra Girls Soccer beat the hell out of St. Thomas Aquinas. So shout out. Oh, wow. That's a big win. Yeah, like 5 1. So they, right, they nice. look like they're steamrolling. And I think Creekside plays today's soccer. I'm not sure. And they're, they're girls, and they've been very, very good as well. I think they'll keep that state title out there on Longleaf Parkway or whatever you call that street. New Orleans drafted uh, New Orleans drafted him, and then he went to Chicago. Mm-hmm. So anyway, At some point, he went to Chicago for sure. Some uh, musings from the high school sports world. Also, in college baseball, Gators win last night. Played Bethune. Played Bethune. The Bethune. I know that from the bottom line. 
The Bethune starter, by the way, is an FSCJ alum. Shout out. Okay. Yes, sir. Shout out Blue Wave. E. Yeah. Blue yeah. Wave pride. Couple, couple bunch of the. Blue couple... Wave needs to work on the concession stand out there if you go to a baseball game. I'm oh, just they got saying. you one there. Hopefully we no, have TV. I was not a concession stand. I, I just got the boys back there selling. Just don't goats. talk about it any further. I got very bad reviews. Oh come yeah, on, man! Terrible. Warm, I think you got some Cheetos. Warm cokes. Did you get some Cheetos? Three dollar bag of Cheetos, and it was the little snack pack size. The whole hey. thing was. It was just. I'm a, go work a, a, a missed e. opportunity. E. It's Juco. Uh-huh. It's Juco yeah. ball, man. Hey. The best. Come on. The best. How much were the tickets? The best. Yeah. How much I, were the tickets? I walked right in. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you know this. I don't pay admission for yeah. local events. How much were the tickets? Um, but the best snack I got were the pickled cashews from BWR. She loves them pickled cashews. <laughs> pickled cashews. I'm not a big good. fan of them. But I bought you know. some since then. Did you? you know, we went to the store, Mrs. Pete, and I did a little grocery shopping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. picked up a bag for yeah. it. I haven't had any. They're okay. Yeah. Um, I have the uh, Pest of the Day brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. Have at it. Um, it's Christian Ronaldo. Oh. Chris, Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh. I mean, just, it's for just a lack of awareness, culturally or otherwise. These these guys, they don't mind taking those Saudis four billion dollars or a billion or whatever it is, but they sure don't want to live according to their either their customs or their expectations. And over there in Saudi Arabia, they don't take to the simulated pleasuring of oneself. Uh huh. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Ronaldo, yeah. yeah, Ronaldo has uh, pulled that one off for his obscene gesture. Uh, he gestured toward the opposition's supporters. They were chanting Messi, Messi. <laughs> 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 but it was a simulated uh, obscene motion. And so I was hoping, well, you know, a lot of times if you steal, they cut off your hand. If you, yeah. you know, maybe with that, they cut something else yeah, off. I'm I just saying. Yeah, we ain't playing. He actually, oh, I guess, man. got off pretty good. He only got a one-game suspension for his obscene gesture. So maybe the pest they should be the hypocrisy of this old-school, you know, Middle East justice when it comes to your billion-dollar guy. Apparently, whatever, you know, happens, happens. The pest of the day brought you on Mission Pest Solutions 944-PEST. Call them today. We lost a... Uh comic legend yesterday did we yeah okay i saw that we lost someone but it's not in my uh, head so richard lewis passed away yeah. 76 years that was a richard lewis friend uh, you probably like him from curb your enthusiasm well it's not just curb he used to be on those talk shows never man. liked he was, him. he was a different kind of cat but I'm he, sad he died i never liked him though never made, appealed to me made me laugh and uh I, I come to find out that he and larry david were born in the same hospital like three minutes apart or he something he looks younger than larry david i'll yeah. give him credit for that yeah i i think that richard lewis i'm pretty sure i Pretty sure he did a gator growl I was at. He may have. Yeah. But anyway, 76, he had developed Parkinson's, and then he— I will say this. He looked great for seven. Those dudes, he does not look 76. He was on this season, so he just taped some stuff with uh, for Curb. That's such a neurotic show. (laughs) I guess, did I see something on YouTube about that show? They're saying they're they're almost, they're mimicking the Seinfeld end. Remember oh, Seinfeld? Are they, are they're the, going to? Like the season finale in Seinfeld, they get arrested, right, and they have the big trial. Well, I, I guess apparently Larry on the on the show right now is uh-huh. arrested. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so they're, you know, well, maybe they bending are. toward a similar, maybe a chance to be. do over. Because that Seinfeld finale did not uh, pass muster with the radio. It was not well received. Oh, it was not? For a great show, they, okay. people did not like the way the series ended. Yeah. It used to matter on how series ended. You know, MASH. Well, and- yeah, now everything's on... on you know, streaming. You don't like it, you move on. You watch the whole show in a day and a half. Yeah. I miss the old days of gather around the water cooler after primetime network television. It was a big boy, man. It mattered. Yeah. Yeah. Sure did. But 
Uh, not anymore. All right, we got the nine o'clock nasty coming up, man. Oh gosh, you got you guys fired up and ready to rock on that? E, uh, you got anything that you want to tease about the nine o'clock nasty? I just love getting nasty. Just be prepared. Oh, no, guys, I mean, I. Um. Uh, by the way, may, we can. Maybe we can stop the National Guard's march on Winston Salem. Winston Salem. Yeah. Winston oh, because Salem. Uh, the, the court. Yeah, storm the court. I mean, my guy Kai Filipowski plays that. There's not a damn thing wrong with that guy. He's running up and down the court and working inside. Oh, oh, don't oh. play 29 or the you play 30 the 40 minutes. They blew out Louisville. Another news, by the way, Louisville has become a vast wasteland of college. Well, basketball. they'll have a new. They coach used to be wrong. They'll have a new coach next year. They used yeah. to be so wrong. Yeah, feel it. You know, it so didn't work. Apparently, that you know, what's the guy's name? Kenny Payne. Yeah. yeah he's he's gone already. I think. Oh, is he? he? I thought he was still there. Uh, he might be. Um, so, yeah, Duke wins by uh, 25. Filipowski, who uh, there were fears he might have to amputate that leg after the game, um, instead just suffered, quote, a sprained knee. I'm also calling that into question. I'm not sure you play 30 minutes on a sprained knee. Uh, Ten rebounds, nine points last night for, for Duke. So Tell it's, me it's okay. okay. We can call off the National Guard. You do not have to blow up. Uh, is, Kenny it, Payne. is it the Joel Eves Coliseum, Dan? Is that what it is? Ooh, Kenny Payne. Doesn't look Five good. and thirty-one in conference play, twelve and forty-seven at Louisville. Their net ranking is below JU and UNF. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. horrible. Three hundred and something. He ain't gonna last long. He yeah. he gone. Every bit of it. It's been a disaster. Right, well, these guys are gonna do the nine o'clock nasty. I, as usual, keep it above board. You will on a custom tree surgeon's Thursday. Mm-hmm. It's not Brandon Bass, the tall, lanky, same guy from LSU. Tyrus Thomas. Thomas, I don't think enough. You heard of Tyrus Thomas? I get up in Tyrus Thomas. He is Brandon Bass. The same exact dude. They both went to LSU. Tyrus Thomas is the one that our boy Beef hated Tyrus Thomas. Not Brandon Bass. Oh. Welcome back to the show. Time to get a little nasty here on the 9 o'clock. Why has it got to be nasty? You know. Uh, There are 21,000 baseball players, roughly. Right? And who have played in the major leagues? Like playing or who have played? Who have played. Okay. Right? I believe it's 21,000, <clears> some number like that. 20, actually, it's 23,114. Boy, that shows you how. Right? How, think about that. That's have a played in that's, major league baseball. That's a bad crowd mm-hmm. at a football game. Yeah. It seems like it'd be more. Yeah. Like, if you ask me how many players. It's 100 years plus. If How many in a, in Major League history? I would have said 100,000, you know, at least six figures. Of those, only 16 have been born on February 29th. And that is more than I would have thought. <laughs> I always wondered. I, it, it, I guess you're, what do you even do? You celebrate on the 28th, obviously. It would, it would not be fun to have a birthday that only know, comes around. Right? It, it would not Monty be Kiffin is birthday today, so he's technically 20, I think. Yeah, no, he's 80. Um, <laughs> uh, Bryce Pop was a leap baby. What? That's right. Yeah, February 29th. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Uh, my kids were close. They were 26th. Oh? Was it a leap year? I don't remember. Well, so well do we know? It's every four years, right? And this is 24, and they yeah. were born in 96. So, yeah, it would have been a leap year. You're saying it would have been a leap year. Well, if it's every four years, and they, so, yeah, if it's 2024, 96 would have fallen under under a uh, leap year. I mean, it's it's science, Dan. Every four years, there's a leap year. It's like the Olympics. What years are leap years? Every four years. And if it's 24. Next leap year is in 2028. <laughs> so technically, it's math. Bro. It is math. 24, 28. <laughs> Guess what? You, I, let me save you the Google church. 
32, 36, 40, 44, 20, 48, 52. 16, 12, 8, 4, 0, 96. Yeah. It was a leap year. <laughs> Did you know that your kids were born in a leap year but missed it by three no, days? No, I, I wouldn't have been able to tell you until I just did the quick deductions in my head there. That's impressive. Yeah. Valedictorian. They, they call me the calculator. Not val. Were you valedictorian? Or I was. I was the valedictorian. You were valedictorian. Yes. I'm playing with my dog. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But this again, this is the part where we put the asterisk on there. It's 29 just, strong. Everyone, I think it was 31. I think I, I hate to keep correcting you. <laughs> I freely admit that. Was it close? <laughs> there is a basketball. Was the salutatorian close? Um, or did you dominate the salutatorian? The salutatorian was another dude like me. Got a big advantage from just being a natural-born English speaker. <laughs> <laughs> we went to a prep school. We had international students from all over the place. and um, They had to learn English. You know who the salutatorian was? The guy that went uh, off the reservation at my 40th roast. Remember him? Yeah. Yeah, that guy. My friend, my buddy from high school. Yeah. Remember what Hello, crazy. you had a roast for you? Yeah, 40? he started talking about stuff that was totally inappropriate. He didn't understand what a roast was. Like, a roast, you're supposed to make things up and embellish. Uh-huh. He just went and started telling all our secrets what? from high school. It did not go well, did it? <laughs> Holmes was a gas. It was so crazy that people thought, well, this must be not true. Right, right. I mean, he's literally just telling everyone the five worst things I did as a high school. Oh, man. Oof. Yeah, I don't know if it was targeted or not. We've not spoke much since then. Hey, that's, cool point, best a, friends. that's cool to have a roast on the 40th. <laughs> yeah, we roasted. And it went sideways. 50th. It did go sideways. Yeah, yours went sideways. It went sideways. I was just sitting there like, what the hell is <laughs> going <right>? on? <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding you, bro. Right, like, bro, what are you Think doing? about what you do in high school. Think about what you do in high school in Puerto Rico. Oh, man. It's another level. Ooh. It hits different down there. I, I the, bet. My, my guy's in the jungle down there doing stuff that wasn't happening back in middle America now. Oh, boy. That's all I'll say. Oh, El Yunque. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> Been there. Um, yes, Anthony Kim's making his debut this weekend on the. Uh, I live could tour. care less. He's a perfect live guy, yeah, a jackass. Is. Yeah, I need some money. A okay, we'll pay system. Yeah. A guy who drank his drank and parted his way off the PGA tour. Um, some say insurance frauded his way to a multi million dollar settlement, and the only thing that was, you know, in place, you weren't allowed to play. He he cited a career ending injury. And then after about three or four years, I can remember him thinking, yeah, I wish I hadn't done that, but it was too late. If he got caught, he'd have to give all those millions back. So I'm assuming that term ran out or the idiotic live bankroll has decided to pay his premium, you know, forfeiture or whatever it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they already texted me, asking me for the roast to be put on YouTube. Oh, that roast is That's old. old. <laughs> yeah. No camera then. Uh-uh. I turned 40 and when? 96. 07. Leap year. It was a leap year, I think. I, 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 I take great... Um, Could you have been a leap year baby? Uh, 67. No, I couldn't. No. Well, that would have been... Uh, you're close, too. 68. It had to have been 68. You're only I don't three, know four, why you can't do this. You're only three, four days away from leap year baby yourself. That, well, no. If I'm, the year had set up properly. If the year had set up properly. That's right. Are you excited about the Jacksonville Zoo today and the baby tigers that are being uh, shown for the first time? Cat is. <laughs> so much for cat chat. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, oh people love just to correct you. Wrong, Jeff. Leap years are not every four years. You're right. Okay, buddy. Oh, they're not? Years divisible by 100 are not leap years. What does that even mean, years divisible by 100, unless those particular years are divisible by 400? Oh, boy. Here we that go. That does not make sense. I don't. I'm taking what you said there, and I'm throwing it out in the trash. What does that even mean, bro? When is every. There are some exceptions to the once every four year rules. Okay. 
Some simple math will show you that over four years, the difference between the calendar years and the sidereal year sure. is not exactly 24 hours. Okay. What years are the leap years in, Dan? Do they have a list leap of Leap years them? occur every four years unless it falls on a century yeah. year that cannot be divided by four. What does that mean? Can, tell me when they've been and when they are, and then I'm going to make a final verdict on this text. This, this is a Karen text, dude. Leap years. Yeah, tell me when they've been. You already told me 96 was well, leap years. I got one thing to tell you. Yeah. We don't have to worry about the next century year leap year. We don't? We won't be here? I don't think so, oh. will we? I don't know what that means. Is that the year 20... Are they talking about the year 3000, or are they talking about the year... Exactly. 2100. 2100. I don't know what any of this means, so just tell me when the most recent leap years have been, what years, and what years they are moving forward, and then I will render a verdict. I will either say, you're right, I'm sorry, or I'm going to say, uber Karen text. Like it's ancient it, Roman history that makes leap, leap I, day Don't give a damn. February. I just want to know when the leap years have been. <laughs> no, really. I know the next leap year is in 2028. Okay, that's four years from now. And 2032. And that's four years from then. Let's see if we can find I need it. to just go back in the back. A list of every year that's been a leap year. I mean, we got a Google machine here. We do. Here we go. Leap year. <clears throat> Excited. Here we go. These are the days that the leap years have shown up. Liturgical practices. Yeah. Wrong, Jeff. Here's what I love to Wrong, Jeff. A birthday <laughs> is a, a, a leaper or a leaper. Yeah, I don't care about them either. If you're no. born on the 29th, you're a sociopath. Hong Kong considers a legal birthday of a leaping they should. one March 1st in common years. Yeah, that, 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 that's fair. All these different calendars. A shifting of the leap years. I just want to know when the leap years are. I, I can't believe that Wikipedia doesn't just I want, list them. I want every leap year wiki. I got nothing. Here's leap years in the Gregorian calendar. All right, I got them. <sighs> okay, good. All right, here we go. Uh... 28, 24, 20, 16, 12, 8, 4, 2000, 96, 92, 88, 84, 80, 76, 72. That's enough. <laughs> Leap years every four years. Take your quarter century add up and shove oh, them up we, your leap year. Here we go. Stand by. 1900. Yeah, there you Not go. Not a leap year. Correct. Yeah. We skipped it. Yeah. It's 2024. It's been every four years since uh, then. 1800. Not yeah. a leap year. So so there you go. We skipped it. Yeah. Just, Stop the cap. Yeah. yeah. 1700. No. Yeah. Okay. Not a leap yeah. year. So again, for anyone. 1600 was a leap year because it's divisible by four. Okay. Well, for, for so again, I stand correct, except for those of you who may be alive in 2100. For those. No, 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 no. It's. 2100 yeah, is the 2, next one. Yeah, 2100. And so, it's not divisible, so that's it what I mean. won't be a leap year. But my point is, anyone yeah. listening right now, yeah. so it's what, 2024, you're yeah. probably like 76. 10. You're 10 years old. I apologize to you people for lying to you, for being wrong, Jeff. Do we? Leap years aren't every four years. So be prepared. When 2100 comes, it won't be a leap year. <laughs> e, you e. jackass. Uh, do we have any shot of being here for the next leap? non-leap year? No chance. Leap year. Not but, us. No? I'm, I'm trying to live forever. Yeah. 2100? In, in the, for all purposes, leap years every four years. So don't listen to whoever tells you about the divisible century mark. None of you going to be around and none of you were around. It doesn't matter. E, you can live forever. Simple, <laughs> two simple words. <laughs> you know that. You know that, E. Uh, all right. So enough about, <laughs> enough about leap year. Uh, this is a combine week, and we'll see what happens with the quarterbacks. We had mentioned this earlier. You you think because quarterbacks are going to go in the top three that they're all going to be good, and, and they're not. In fact, if you get one out of three, 
you're probably doing pretty well. The last time the top three quarterbacks were taken was Trevor, who's not trending up, but still have plenty of faith. Um, you have Zach Wilson, zero faith, and Trey Lance, less than zero faith. Well, don't, so those don't are your stop three. There. Then you go Justin Fields went high. Well, you can, but I'm just talking about the first three being taken. The last time that happened, we had Tim Couch, who was just a guy. We had Donovan McNabb, who I say was a franchise quarterback, and Achilles Smith, who was less than a guy. Okay, then you go back to 71 when you had Plunkett, Manning, and Pastorini, probably your best three-pack that you had. But only Plunkett won a Super Bowl. So the odds are that Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Jaden Daniels, two of them are going to bust. It's amazing. I don't think they will. I think Jaden Daniels is going to be really good, and one of the other two will hit. It depends okay. on what hit means, right? And it doesn't always work that way. Sometimes, it, instead of getting caught up on one, two, three, let's go the one, two, three as they were chosen, and that's yeah. often worked out. I think of the yeah. uh, the Philip Rivers, Eli Manning, Ben Roethlisberger. There yeah, was no wrong pick there. They weren't one, two, three. I know that. Yeah. I know that. But I, you know, if you're getting three squeezed in the top ten, I think the same expectation. Well, we, would apply. I mean, that's that's by the way, we can also do first round quarterbacks, and that's a 50-50 proposition too, for sure. I mean, it's just, we go down the list of guys, man. It's just no guarantees. We can do number one overall quarterbacks. You got hits and misses there. It's just amazing to me that they can't figure it out. You know, we can, we can, the, the best, we got Terry Bradshaw. We got Peyton Manning. These are the top ones. Johnny Elway, uh, Troy Aikman, Andrew Luck. These are all good ones. Eli uh, Plunkett, but not with his first team. Matthew Stafford, Drew Bledsoe. Michael Vick, then Cam Newton, then we start getting Vinny Testaverde, we get Carson Palmer, we get Alex Smith, we get Peachtree Bart. Nice. Love Bartkowski. Yeah. Jeff. To hell with Bartkowski. Boy, they scared a little late. Jeff George, Sam Bradford, David Carr, Tim Couch, Jamarcus Russell. So again, it's it's amazing. Well, some years the quarterbacks are better. Like you it's like we know those years they reach. Yeah. Like, we knew Tim Couch and Jamarcus Russell weren't we superstars. We Russell knew. Was, oh. Yeah. That was so, so and, like, so, and, and, and some years, and some t- now we can also get filled, uh, fooled, knowing someone's going to be good and they're not. But for the most part, when they, like, you knew, <laughs> I guess you didn't know Vic. It was a little bit. I knew Cam was going to be good. Cam dominated oh, yeah. college. The he was the through. next athlete coming. You knew Peyton Manning was going to be good. Yeah. I, I guess it's easy to say that. after the fact. I mean, the Jags have drafted four, right? Never number one, though. No, only, but only first round one. picks. Yeah, and they Leftwich, <laughs> Gabbert, <laughs> Bortles, <laughs> Trevor. It's not an ant. No, for sure. yeah, it's unknown. But I mean, it's a lot better than any of those guys ever did. Absolutely, Correct. he's only been here three yeah, years. Absolutely. He's already better than any of those guys by a significant margin. How about, how about before Stafford, the Lions went Joey Harrington, Andre Ware, and Chuck Long. I know. You know, before Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love, and Jordan Love to be determined, Don Horn, Jerry Taggy, and Rich Campbell. I mean, it's just, the Patriots will add to their Jim Plunkett, Tony Eason, and Drew Bledsoe. No Tom Brady there. He was a six-round pick. The Raiders, God bless them, Jamarcus Russell and Todd Marinovich. Their last two first-round picks. Oof. I tell you one thing that never seems to work is when you and not, I say that, but that when you reach for that guy, you know who hits even less when you reach for that quarterback in the first round from like sixteen to thirty-two. 
And I know not always. Like, I know we got— There's um, always examples of hits and misses. I, I feel like there's more hits after round one than there are 16 to 32. I feel like every quarterback take maybe even go down further, go eleven. I feel like every quarterback taken, and not everyone. I know there's exceptions, but I feel like all it, it seems like that's full of like the drunken Millers and the well, pickets and the, the Commanders are going to take a quarterback in the first round. Yeah. Here is their history, by the way. They went with the late Dwayne Haskins, no, RG three, no, Jason Campbell, no, Patrick Ramsey, no. Heath Schuler, no. 0 for 5. 0 for 5 for Washington. If you're a Washington fan, you're like, my gosh, can we, I mean, can we just hit one? Just one. Yeah, the, most have missed. Yeah. The ones that don't miss get good for a long time. Yeah. And even if they don't miss at like the Matt Ryan, Phillip Rivers level, they get good and stay good for a long time. Yeah. The Jacks are going to be good for a long time. Trevor Lawrence is good. Yeah, he's good. We're 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 going to be always have a chance. We're in good shape, and it's why the Chargers can get back quicker if they've got the right coach. If and I think they do, mm-hmm. they've got the quarterback. Justin Herbert's fantastic. I still think, by the way, but I'm gonna and I you know I, I ranted and raved about this yesterday. Um, but I'll I'll stand by it. Again, if they do not address the offensive line, it is going to be. Well, very, it's going to be addressed in some form. But I, to your point, I, it needs a blow up. If you ask me, uh, you had said we. You take all new ones. I would. Yeah. No, I, one. I'm keeping. I can't give up well, on my first rounder, but I would. But keep I, two. I mean, it in, just... in a perfect world, I would keep the outside guys. I would keep Cam, yeah. Harrison, and Little, and yeah. I would. I I jettison every single other guy we have. There's not a one of them worth keeping in my mind. I don't disagree. Every single one of them, I cut and I just start over and I try harder. I, I would, would. I, between draft and free agency, street free agency, I'm going to go find a 330-pound, mean, ugly, nasty man, and I'm going to put him on the interior offensive line and at least hope he'll beat up the guy across from him and not cower and get knocked on his back. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. All right, let's do this. We'll take a break. Uh, we'll keep it rolling. Uh, we'll come back and uh, maybe some New York City headlines. Maybe we'll see what's trending. Maybe some advice. Oh, yeah, we, one never knows. We have a lot of options. Uh, options are good. You're listening to the drill, and there's only one option. We have tree damage on your property. It's Custom Tree Surgeons and CustomTreeSurgeons.com. You don't need it today. You don't need it right now, but put that, uh, file that away, and we'll take care of one of the hassles bef- if and when it comes. It's Custom Tree Surgeons, CustomTreeSurgeons.com. That's a fouls here today, uh, two by me. Um couple on E. The team hasn't played well, E. When we look at the penalties, it's going to – the drill's probably leading the league right now. Oh, man. we got to get better. Hey, that ain't no good. Yeah. I, I, I'm I, just as guilty today. I, biorhythms aren't firing at all here over here, buddy. Dang. Uh, kind of the straw that stirs a drink. It's on me. It's not you. It's me. You know, it's something that's not allowed. Accountability. Yeah, I got to take it. I got to take it and run with it. So, with all that said, hopefully you've brought in a wonderful batch of trending. What about the uh, Honey Bun Bandit? Did we did you get any conclusion? Uh, we got a hacker. He's, it's, he's it started, found guilty. Yeah, it started. So, it is hacker. It's, it's, he left a mess here. He's been no, I mean, do we kangaroo court him? I mean, do we need to bring him in maybe one day next no, week? No, I don't and, know. I, I, don't, I, don't feel well, like, listen, I don't feel like hacker There's a problem us. that you, you really don't think so? <laughs> no. Okay. Well. There's a problem, man. It's yeah. a problem with where these guys in the evenings are treating this. I often come into stuff that's spilt and gross fingernails. It's just they're a bunch of pigs. Well, man. I cleaned it up. 
I know you did, but, don't but you eat shouldn't honey have buns to. In the in the studio, honey buns I, are a sticky mess. Can, can I say this? Yeah, with nothing but love for hacker, hacker yeah. shouldn't be eating honey buns. Period. Well, if he was popping a honey <laughs> bun, he should. Let's not be, be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> forget eating a honey bun in front of the mic on the studio, using way. your fingers on the keyboard. Forget yeah. the sticky mess, but just in general, as a life policy, yeah, hack should stay off the honey buns, man. <laughs> That's a start. Good start. He would agree with me. I'm saying that with love. Yeah. Is it with love? Yes. It, yeah, it really I is. Feel the love. I just I, I don't care. I swear it's like, with love. If he wants a honey bun, have at it. But I'd please. rather him just be known notorious now as the honey bun bandit and we'll live with your stickiness today just for the fact that we can, you know, that we haven't forgotten hacker. He can't get away from you on a bicycle. E.G. you know Hacker can't ride a bike? Uh, yeah, I heard those stories Yeah, you heard, so you've heard all those stories before. He has a My Buddy doll that he kept until college, Hick. Was that what it was? I think so. <laughs> I but just, you but know. the honey bun is a bad idea on a number of levels. First of all, just the fact that you're on the air eating the honey bun <laughs> is disconcerting. The fact that you left just a total sticky mess for my man here today. And yeah. he's, he's acting nice now. He was pissed. Well, I was. That was early, though. I went. I got up in the middle of the show. Yeah. Went and got paper I know. towels. Cleaned up the mess. I was trying to have a conversation. Yeah, but it had to be the, done. The honey I, I couldn't sit here with the sticky. The like, honey bun bandit destroyed the continuity of our program. Well, it's one 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 bad move by me. And you know me, I, my hands are and body are, are moving during the show. It's one bad move of here. Of course. And Bross, all of a sudden, my hand is stuck to the table. Hacker is an ass. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> that was not said with love. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I don't remember what, it was, what that was in regards to, but it was fair and it was accurate at the time. But today, the honey bun bandit, though, yeah. has got to get... Um, we caught him. Yeah. He's been... He's been uh, yeah. I think I'm being told that Hacker is doing the Awaken 180, and how does the honey bun fit in that program? <laughs> oh, goodness. Huh? <laughs> so if he's doing the Awaken 180, I can cheating. even stand further on my, on my statement that Hacker don't need to be eating no honey buns. No. None of us do. No. Honey buns should not be a part of your diet. Correct. And by the way, God help us all if it's honey buns plural. Well, I implying that there's more than I, one honey. A honey bun is, is a big s- round I'm, I'm, again, no, I'm larger a, than ain't, a donut. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. I'm going to say this also Okay. with love. <laughs> there had never been a honey bun plan with Hacker that involved one honey bun. <laughs> it's, it's ain't no way. Come on, man. Box, baby. I don't know what's going on here. I don't eat one honey bun. Who does? You I don't know. Hacker's eating one honey bun? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm going to say something here that may shock you, but I'm not sure I've ever eaten a honey bun. Really? I huh? No, yeah. I don't like, I'm not a big, like, I, I like, I'll eat a glazed donut, but I don't, I, honey bun is a big, thick, heavy. You got to have the right honey bun, It's awesome. Man. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. You what, what have you said? Bad so far. Big, thick, heavy, delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Sugary. Yeah. So, anyway. Apparently. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Um, Is this? Um, I, I can't. Don't read it. Don't read it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're going to read it or no? Hacker blocked me on X last night after I said grunting down honey buns. I could. Oh, he was. Caught on the uh, yeah, yeah. camera. I mean, Why if you're well, you can't eat you can't them. hide. Hacker's a <laughs> Hacker's a big, thick, jowly dude. He probably yeah. Yes, I asked for Krispy Kreme donuts. You're damn right, I did, and no one brought them. So I don't know what your point is. Uh, we both did apples and oranges, honey buns and donuts. 
All right, let's move on. Let's find out what's trending. E. It's brought Number to you by Pet five. Paradise. Always trending. Speaking of food, Wendy's is in the news. Wendy's. They're introducing their new dynamic uh, pricing. Yeah, that's that's a that's code for uh, you're going to pay more now if you go to Wendy's. Basically. It's, yeah. Well, there's also dynamic. The, I, I think shove dynamic up your A, Wendy's. The price, so, prices will fluctuate depending on the time of day you go. That's so weak. But, but there's also this. It gives you the option if you don't have cash and hold off and go to the downtime. Right? The other side. Of, here's what Wendy's is going to learn, those smart Alex. Mm-hmm. They're going to learn this. People pick up on this, quote, dynamic pricing. They're going to stop uh, shopping during the dynamic expensive part, and they'll just go hit them for all they got when they're cheaper. That is the game plan to beat back dynamic pricing right there. As soon as you're aware, like the first time, you won't be aware. You'll go drive. I'm sure lunchtime is dynamic time, right? Right. right. You'll go driving through and what used to cost twelve ninety five dollars will now be $16.40. Well, just wait tonight and get it for nine ninety nine. Fast food's gotten so expensive. I don't know how oh, people man. eat it anymore. Food is oh man, I remember time. 29 cent hamburgers, 39 cent cheeseburgers, and we would bring our own cheese and just get the 29 cent hamburgers, and now there ain't no such thing. Uh, the CEO of Wendy's, I'm told on the text line, came out and said he was misquoted and that they won't be doing that. I told E yesterday, I know, Dan, if you're in there, there's a restaurant I saw on YouTube that's like a stock exchange restaurant, and the price of the menu items go up or down depending on supply and demand on what's being sought after and what's not. So you could go into your favorite restaurant and you just track the prices there and, you know, what's not being sold, that price is going to go down and what is popular, it'll go up. And what a world we live in. Play the stock Number market. four. Over, uh, get overpriced, unhealthy food. We talk about this a lot and it's, it's, it's getting under our skins. Well, a Queens couple mm-hmm. purchased a $2 million dream home. Oh, yeah. To take care this. of their disabled son. Correct. Only to find squatters living inside. There would be a problem. Oh, Let me tell you how man. that's going to work if you're in my house for my disabled son. Oh, I'm man. I'm physically removing you. Man. Get out of my house. I, I don't. This Our country is so screwed up on some stuff, man. So many things. We got veterans that are homeless, and we're allowing jackass vagrants to walk into people's houses and sit there. And our asinine government comes up with any sort of explanation that doesn't involve the police going down, grabbing by neck, and throwing in jail. It is, oh, man. And by the way, I'm also not going to buy into you ninny winny don't want to pay your bill. Well, some of the squatters just can't pay rent. Then get the hell out. Buy a tent. Can't pay rent. Buy a tent. <laughs> you can't live in my house. Can't pay rent by a tent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Number three. Yeah, this squatter thing's the dumbest thing ever. That would I'd go to jail with squat. If I come I home would. one day and they're squatting in my house, I'm gonna start shooting, bro. I, I would hate to oh man, I would hate for a squad to be in my career, man. Oh. Well, gentlemen, did y'all know this? There are currently five Warriors players yes, sir. whose fathers also played in the NBA. Well, there's Curry. Uh-huh. Wiggins. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, can I look at their roster? Sure. Clay Thompson? Yep. Uh, Let me look at the roster. I haven't looked yet. Here Peyton? Yep. And one more. Hold on. Before you give up, if you do give up, you're probably going to have them all by the time I get there. I don't know the last Well, one. all right. Hold on. Don't say yet. I'm getting there. I'm on the roster. I just want to see. I want to see if I can try. Let's see. You got Curry, right? Uh, we got Curry. We got Clay. We got Wiggins. And we got Peyton. Yeah. I'm going to say that it is. Um, I'm going to say it's not Podziemza. Okay. Yeah. 
Has there ever been a Moody or Moody in the end? Nope. Huh? Nope. No, it's Joseph. Nope. Hold on. You just now riddled off anyone. You're not giving <laughs> no me one chance. Robinson. I'm, it's a Trace yep. Trace Jackson Davis. Yeah, his father was Dale Davis. Thank you. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Number two. Get nothing for that. Trace Jackson Davis, <laughs> 1.1 million. I knew it was Dale Davis. We talked about Ian. I talked about that one uh, morning. Hey, would it bother you if you're Trace Jackson Davis, you're making 1.1 million and Steph's making 51.9? <laughs> Man, I just know everywhere, everything that I do, everywhere I go, I'm going with Steph. Yeah. Everything I do, everywhere I go, I'm riding with Steph. Boys, the Golden State Warriors are currently 10th in the NBA, paying Klay Thompson 43.2, yeah. Chris Paul 30.8, Steph 51.9, and Draymond 22.3. Wow. Oh. Wow. Well, I'm a mix. I'm a blend. Number two. I'm a blend number two number and number one, one together. Okay. All well, right, blend. on this, well, we spoke about this just recently. It uh, is leap year. Leap year. And on this leap year tonight, Dan and I will be attending the yes. 20th annual yes. Tom Coughlin J Fun Wine Gala. Can't I'm, wait. I can't wait. I'm going to boogie on down. I saw on the t- on, on the map, there's like a Hennessy station, so I'm going to get me some Hennessy. Oh. Hopefully, there's some brackets. I'm going to get me some brackets. I'm definitely going to get some wine. I tell you what you better get. It's a damn Uber. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get that, too. I'm going <laughs> to get that, too. You know what I'm going to get? Uh-huh. Bottle red. Dan doesn't drink. He'll be shuffling Bottle around with a glass of ice water. This sounds like a fun wine tasting event. I'm I'm sorry that I'm going to miss it this time. This was this one would have been a fun one. I uh-huh. it gets a little cramped in the buildings. I like the fact that it's outside. You Sad. got all that room. It looks like the weather will cooperate. Y'all have a great time. I'm uh, off for the birthday weekend myself. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And let's not forget too. It's all for a good cause. The J Fund. Sure. What Tom Coughlin does sure. for yes. the city of Jacksonville and for for the uh, for New York. Um, we forget, like, because we're we're luckily we're fortunate enough to not be in that situation. But there are some families who yes. go through things, and Tom Coughlin had the, the 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 foresight to put this together to take care of those families who who needs the help when it's needed. All right, that's what's trending. Brought to you by Pet Paradise. I, I have this I, I, I have this Shazam spotlight. I got to get out before we get out of time because it's just so cool. Unverified, but sent to me by a reliable text line source. Mm-hmm. The Miami Marlins, as we get set to open another baseball season, mm-hmm. the Miami Marlins have both the lowest regular season win percentage and the highest postseason win percentage of all time. Go figure that. That's amazing. The lowest win- winning percentage in the history of Major League Baseball in the regular season and the highest winning percentage in the history of Major League Baseball in the postseason. Shazam. What happens when you make like two postseasons and you win the World Series both times? Oh, a 632. And that includes a, a, the COVID year. The Braves swept them. So that would include a, you know, quick dispatching. Did they beat the Cardinals that year, maybe? I think the Marlins may have won around. They may have gotten the, I think that we got, I think the Braves, the World Series year, got the Marlins in Marlins round two. Marlins 24 and 16 in the uh, postseason. That's the best of all time, huh? 600. The Yankees are second. The Mets are third. Huh. What about the Braves? They probably got a decent one. No? Braves are. Never mind. If you have to go Braves 17th, are. 17th, 102 and 107. Huh. Mm-hmm. Played 209. We've played 92. That's a little bit different. Yankees have played 423 postseason games. Anyway, I thought that was a um, thought that was an interesting stat. That that's that's you're not going to find that in any other sports. I doubt. You have to have a minimum number. It's not like they've. Want to tell me what franchise played the least amount of, of playoff games? Um, in in history, yeah. Well, uh, current current. Teams. Uh, yeah, it would be. Um, it would be the Rockies. Rockies. Yeah. 24 games. And they've been in a World Series. Nats. 
46 that include, games. And that includes the Expos then, right? I guess. It yeah. should. Well, I don't know. I would, that's a good question. All right, let's uh, make the turn for home when we return right here on The Drill. Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers. Equal opportunity employer. Hello, Tone. Good morning. Oh, we got numbers today, huh? You crunching numbers for us today? I like just, that. Just a little bit. Okay. With the uh, Josh Allen conversation, and we'll yeah. see. You know, we don't know how deep they are yeah. in the negotiations right. or how close they might be to getting right. a deal done right. with Josh Allen. But the question we're asking today, if you were Trent Baalke, mm-hmm. knowing that Nick Bosa is getting about $34 million a year, Right now. So he's he getting... got that deal right at the beginning of the season this right. year. Remember, he set out training camp. Right. You know, he wasn't going to come in until the deal got done. They right. got it done right on the eve of the season. $34 million a year right. for Bosa. So we're asking, what annual compensation would you be willing to pay Josh Allen on a long-term contract? And the options we gave you in the poll, okay. $35 million plus. So basically, set the market right Right as the next guy up. 33 to 35 million, so basically Bosa's money, mm-hmm. or less than 33 million. Right? Can, yeah. So I know what his people are asking for. Right. So, <laughs> you know, essentially asking fans, are they willing to set the market with yeah. Josh yeah. if it means the deal gets done now? Right. Right? Like, you don't have to wait anymore. If you make that offer, I, I can't saying. imagine right. he says no. Right. Right? Like, are, for the fans that are out there saying, just pay him. Right. Well, 35 is just pay him. Yeah. Right? Reset the market. It's just pay him. Just pay him and say, well, actually, like 26 is reasonable. It's like, that's not just pay him. No. Right? And if you're going to Josh Allen with that offer, for now, I'm saying no. If you're Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying no. That's that's not going to be. I'm, I'm sure not going to get paid Montez Sweat money. No. I wonder, like, I wonder what number they started with. Like I'm no sure idea. the Jags, the the, the well, Allen Camp kicks out some numbers. We've heard the four years, hundred million is what we've heard. Right? We talked yeah. so much about with the Evan Ingram deal last off season. Yeah, right. And none of the tight ends that hit free agency wind up getting paid. Right. So nobody did any favors to the Jags as far as this is what the market value is with right. the money everyone knew was coming. It was a year away, right before there was this big boom, and we're seeing it right now. There's all this cash being in put into the system, uh-huh. and where's it going to go? Well, Bosa got the deal done right before the season, and it's almost like San Francisco is like, yeah, we think it's going to be around this, so it's worth doing it right here. But you go look at what edge rushers in the league are getting paid. There's nobody, basically, between one and two. Right. Right? Like, there's no middle mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that you're looking at it saying, well, Sweat's getting this, so Josh Allen should get right. a little bit more than that. Right. I don't think a little bit more than that is what it's going to be. Right. I think he's a better player than Sweat. And because guys that will be paid that the next time they get a contract, right? The next time Watt gets a contract, next time Miles Garrett gets a contract, they're going to reset the market, right? When they come up and redo their deals, they're going to reset the market. When those deals get done, Bosa was the first. So if you're the next one with Josh Allen, I think it has to be a whole lot closer to Bosa than most fans seem to think at this point. Like, 28, I don't think it's a done. Well, you can also, how you, you know, how you give them that money could matter. Like if you're, if you're willing to give Josh Allen four years, hundred million, hundred million guaranteed. Right. And it's, he's expressed that he wants to be here. Right. And that's great. But that still doesn't mean that his representation is going to, at this point. Correct. Take anything less than what they think they can get. So are you willing to make the offer that makes them say, you know what? Yeah, it's done. Right. Right? Like, are you willing to and make that offer? if you want to make that offer, it's going to have to be higher than maybe after. Yeah. 
you know, so we'll see. All right, have a great show. Thank you. Mike and Tony getting ready to rock and roll here on a Thursday. Our work, Jeffrey, is done. All right, keep between the lines tonight. I uh, hope BWR has Bottle a wonderful red. time. You enjoy your, your, Bottle your ice white. Bottle BWR, you need to drive. Never heard, this, never heard this song. I don't know if he knows that's a, an actual song. I'm a little disappointed. I hate to leave for the week. Disappointed in my guy, but. He never really. His fault. He never fired up the bottle of red, bottle of white song. Stop playing. Did you know it was a song? No. Yeah. He kept singing it, so I just googled it and I found it. Oh, you did find it. Oh, did did he play it already? Did I miss it? it? Oh, oh, it's on right now. I don't have my headset in. Don't have my headset in. All right. Yeah, y'all have a great weekend. Um, This is Lewin for the drill.